I want to see mountains again. Mountains, Gandalf. Combined with the great, late, great Abraham Lincoln. Let the great experiment <laughs> begin! Do it. He's so dumb. <laughs> What fun! He's back. What fun! It is fun when Maul's back. (laughs) Now, what I meant by mountains, I want to see mountains again. I want a good episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got. Let's go! The man knows how to make an entrance. Yeah. We got to let the uh, welcome to the jungle build before we can officially say anything. Yeah, da, 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 da. Uh-huh. Yes, da, 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 da. All right, all right. Uh-huh. All right. There we go. Welcome to Clonecast. You think Mr. Zero's a big GNR guy? I don't know. I don't know. Those Kiss Army fans. I know. They're a a tough nut to crack. (laughs) I don't know what's going on with those Kiss Army fans, to be honest with you. I bet he has some stories related to GNR somehow. Somehow that man has crossed paths with Yeah, he is one of those guys where you you have stories. Yeah. Like, you have, especially revolving around music bands. (laughs) And you get, I think once you're 55 years old, if your hair, if you're a male, a white male, and your hair is shoulder length or longer. (laughs) And you've spent any time in any form of the music industry not even that i think if it's just if you're 55 or older you're a white male and your hair is shoulder length you have stories about bands <laughs> yes and if you I, if you never even had the experiences i think if you just walk past it's like a fucking virus it just hops from one old white man to the other you ever see that movie um what's that movie it's got john goodman in it. it's like the demon goes from <laughs> You know that one? No. It's it's John Goodman and Denzel Washington. It's like a demon. This is arachnophobia? No, it's like oh. a demonic possession, and it has to have a living host. Oh, oh, it's Fallen? Uh, the Flintstones. Okay, there you go. <laughs> the Flintstones. Barney Rubble's possessed. Um, That's some of John Goodman's finest. But it's kind of like that. Yeah. Information about bands transmits them. Once you're 55... Get I feel your, like roadies yeah. are just attracted to other white men over 50 with yeah. shoulder like there. I don't know. I can't wait until I'm 70 and I have those just tall tales that I've invented <laughs> yeah. about my life. Yeah. Um, just like the smallest defeats that have gotten so grandiose playing banana phone with myself throughout <laughs> the decade. I was going to say like 40% of which is even marginally true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm already at. You know, I'm already at a high percentage by any. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably lying ninety percent of the time. I'll make it halfway through explain a, stories. I'll make it halfway through a story and be like, "Wait a minute, is that true?" Yeah, like I have no idea anymore. By the time I'm seventy, I will have played for the Timberwolves for five seasons, and <laughs> I, I made the All NBA Defensive First Team one year. Um, anyways, welcome to the Clonecast. Welcome to the Clonecast. I'm Tom. I'm Adam. Now, what we do here is, uh, we swear it's a Star Wars podcast. It actually is. We talk about Star Wars. Uh, but it, what we're really doing is we're reviewing that Star Wars Rebel Show, that goddamn Rebel Show, in chronological order, and we are cooking along here. We're on to Season 3, Episode 11, Visions and Voices. We're already in the second half of Season 3. Crazy. 
Really? Time one flies. Left. One season left. Yeah, I timed it out because we'll talk about some celebration stuff, but I will be seeing the Ahsoka show before we finish Rebels. Oh. Which may, we may have do to do Do we know a, how long beforehand? I can do the math, too, and figure it, it out. I think it's August, and I think right now we're on track to end this in November. Okay. I think, if we do the one week. Um, but yeah, so that's what we normally do. We review that goddamn Rebels show. Uh, but first, we bullshit for 20 to 40 minutes. Then we get right on into that episode. Yeah. Now, the 20 or 40 minutes, that can go long, depending on how <laughs> chatty we are. I don't know how chatty we are, and I will see. And we're only down to one show to review, too, though. So Yeah, that does help, uh, but we do have a lot of information from Celebration that we want to cover. We have a special email. Yes. Our favorite emails. <laughs> yep. One of the best ever came through. <laughs> uh, what else we had? Let's get this out of the way, though, because Liv would be very upset with me if I didn't get to this. So it's everybody's favorite segment. Enjoy your fishing. Get a new tournament passport. It's the fast fishing sound effect of the week. It's it's the segment that the Clone Castanovas Clone Castanovas are yeah. keeping it alive. You know, if the Athorian historian was a little more committed, we could have kept up the swear jar bit. <laughs> <laughs> he had he sent like a picture and he had like a dirty little notepad that he was keeping tallies that on. That is way too much work for any one man. Yeah. I mean, have we swore yet? I don't know. Oh. I, we should see how long we can get without swearing. <laughs> I can do it. Let's try. Okay. All right. Uh, but, yeah, Liv sent in a uh, our Sega Bass Fishing Sound Effect of the Week. So, uh, Liv did send one in. Uh, Liv picked number 47. Um, so, I pulled 47. This is our first one in the 40s. The 30s and 40s are just bare cupboards. All right. Uh, 50s bare cupboards. I'm just throwing out hints. Uh, we do have two that Gary sent in. Uh, Gary sent in 29 or 92, so we'll use those. I'll probably use one of these next week. And then if we go dry, we'll plug the 92 in. Okay. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of numbers out there. It's 1 through 176, so send them our way. But this is number 47, courtesy of one and only, the one and only Darth Clink. The line's going to break. Oh, no. I bet you half, like, I bet you there's, like, eight different variations of yeah. that as well yep. in there. And eventually we're just going to be like, oh. That is all of the 40s. It's just yeah. The line's going to break. <laughs> variants of the line's going to break. Only one way to find out, though, if you select the 40s and you send it to me. Okay. Yep. So the only one in the 40s taken is 47. 30s are completely bare. Nobody gives a shit about things in their 30s. Yeah. We're fucked, Apparently. Man. Yeah. Got to get to those 40s. Can't wait. Um, but yeah, that's your Sega Bass Fishing sound effect of the week. The line's going to break. Speaking of the line breaking. What? I got to get you up to the cabin so we can go fishing. That sounds fucking horrible. Like, don't, <laughs> I'm not in the mood. My arms are itchy. I'm not in the mood. Yeah, you know what's what's good for, for what ails you? Do you know what Some happened? fresh air. Do you know what happened the last time I got in a lake? <laughs> what? I got some sort of, speaking of skinny wait, 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 wait. Is this some bullshit city lake or is this an actual like country lake? What do you consider city and what do you consider country? Is it within the metro area? It's a White Bear Lake, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I got some sort of fungal something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, not fungal. But, like, I, it, there's those things, the chivies or something. They're, like, a rash and are they the, itch really bad. Are these the ones that swim up your pee hole when no, you're in the water? No. But it wasn't those because I those aren't an allergic reaction. I had an allergic reaction to something in the water. And I thought it was the chivies or whatever at first. Yeah, yeah. But then... 
they kept getting worse and it was just covering my whole legs. <laughs> and I remember I, I woke up at like two in the morning this night. I could barely breathe. I had to drive myself to the hospital because my throat was all swollen. And they had to shoot me up with fucking steroids and Benadryl. Yeah. They gave me a fucking adrenaline. Well, when... <laughs> so I'm not getting any fucking lakes, man. That's not going to happen in ours. So there are... In <laughs> this lake's a good one. In highly recreational lakes, like, especially in Lake Minnetonka, every, every other year or so, there'll be, like, a breakout of E. coli. Yeah. Because there's, like, frat guys use it as, like, well, a party. the funniest thing ever... There's this place on Lake Minnetonka, which is like the party lake in yes. the cities. But there's this place on the 4th of July where it becomes like this giant boat party. Yeah. And it's just just thousands of people in this bay on Lake Minnetonka. I think it's called... What is that called? I forget. Oh, I don't know. Big Island. I am not cool enough it's called to spend Big time Island. on Lake no, Minnetonka. That area of Lake Minnetonka is called Big Island. But there was... Yeah, there was like a massive... Fuck it. I think somebody had like you know, got sick or something there. And it just ever, oh, yeah. like tons of people that were there were hospitalized for like diarrhea. Yes. <laughs> they dumb, drunk college students. Yeah. So they're shitting and pissing in the water. Yeah. And everybody else is swimming. <laughs> and you're just splashing around in it. It's <laughs> disgusting, dude. I can't imagine drinking beer in that environment. And just like if dude, I would not. I would be walking around with a bottle of fucking hand sanitizer. <laughs> I would be drinking hand sanitizer if I was even within 100 yards of that fucking place. It's disgusting. Yeah, that's not going to happen at our lake. You got to come on up. We'll go fit. I'll take you fishing. It'll Depends be fun. if I get in shape. Otherwise, I'm not taking my shirt off this summer. Well, there's nobody up there, so you could take your shirt off all you want up there. Nobody's going to see you. Myself, right except now. maybe a moose. <laughs> oh, we like <laughs> moose here at the club. We got a moose in yeah, today's episode. Ah. Um, we'll yeah. get you up there. That's going to be the great uh, question of the summer. <laughs> I'll probably do a thing where, like, okay, I'll go, but I'll drive up because I'm going home after one day. I'm not driving <laughs> with you. You're spend I'll, three hours yes. up there and be like, "Fuck this." That's 110 percent what's going to happen. <laughs> and I'll be like, "Yeah, hey, I went. Fuck you." Drive three hours up, three hours sitting there, and then three hours back all in one day. Um. I could I could check out the uh, hinge selection in Duluth. Hey, there you go. Oh, I bet there's some foxy vixens in Duluth. Town. I think I'm a little old for the college age. <laughs> you pick yourself up an RN. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, when you're on the dating site, lots of RNs. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many of my exes are RNs or teachers. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, what, what else do we got here? What do we want to talk about? We got exciting things. We want to get to the celebration news? Let's get to celebration. Let's get to celebration news. Perhaps it is time to begin again. Because it's Star Wars celebration. So this song was a natural selection for this segment. I love this part. That's why I left it in. The problem with using music that I love is that I want it to run longer. Yeah. And I think that makes our intros naturally longer. Because there's always a part that's just around the corner that you want to get to. You got to get those pump your fist in the air parts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Star Wars Celebration London is in the books. A lot of cool things. Some clone Castanovas were there. Looks like they had a good time. Yeah. Uh, we did get a Very check in jealous. from one of our clone Castanovas. Um, Cold as Zach, I saw, is in uh, Paris now. 
Uh, he's at Disneyland Paris. Oh, fun. Disneyland Paris. And he posted a picture on Instagram. And I got to tell you, he looks like a non-threatening Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> like Gallagher if like, because Zach has like long hair and he's got the mustache. And I'm just like, it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying. He should just walk around with a melon and a hammer. <laughs> See if anybody makes the connection. Zach, if there is ever a clone cast con, we need you to cosplay as Gallagher. <laughs> and then the following year, you could be Gallagher too. Yeah, Gallagher too. That's his brother. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I think we talked about that. Like he just three like took over ago. his entire act. Yeah, Gallagher is he gone or is he still he's with dead. us? Yeah. He did die. He's long dead. Yeah, he died in the last few years, right? Ah, uh, five or six years ago, maybe. I literally think we had this conversation. A month I think ago. we did. <laughs> yeah, I loved Gallagher as a kid when he got on that big couch and pull up the potato chip. Oh yeah, when I was like <laughs> seven years old, I was like, "What's what is this guy doing?" Maybe we just opened career doors for Zach. Yeah. Maybe he could be Gallagher 3. <laughs> or Cold as Zach is going to start a Gallagher tribute band. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him and a microphone and a lot of props. Carrot Top will be opening for him. Like the actual Carrot Top. Farmer's Markets, look out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe he'll do birthday parties or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Zach, I'm not saying you're like yeah Gallagher. You know, it's just the mustache and the long hair. I yeah, just, like, and he had a hat on too because Gallagher always had a hat on. Maybe that's what he's going for, and I just gave him the ultimate compliment. So, luckily, I don't think Zach's opinions are as bad as Gallagher's were. Thankfully, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Celebration. So Euro Disney. There's not a chance that that park is non-smoking, right? We'll have to ask cold as Zach. There's no way you're getting French people to not smoke. Yeah, and there's no way you're stopping the greatest Gallagher impressionist of all time from bringing in a pack of comical <laughs> cigarettes for his bit. It would be great if they tried to make Euro Disney non-smoking and all the French citizens just stormed the like toy the castle Disney, yeah, and started they stormed, setting fire they stormed to the it. Disney castle and just burn it to the ground. <laughs> oh, speaking of fires, uh, Clone Casanova Devin in his town today there was some like business baron in that town that had a had a really had a a giant warehouse that had a lot of plastic in it that was like in a ton of building code violations and like the government had warned him multiple times and it started on fire today. <laughs> and so Clone Casanova Devin sent us a DM on Twitter with the pictures and it is a fucking billow of smoke, man. There's I like need to they're go finding that plastic up. like miles away. That's what I love about any like weird like small business tyrant is they hate the government so much because of regulation. Yeah. And it's like, well, those are most of those are there for a fucking reason. Yeah. There's a reason there's a regulation there because bad things happen exposed, if that is not put in place. Exposed wires next to oily rags tend to set yeah. things on fire. <laughs> well, I'm just going to leave this gas here next to this fucking <laughs> next to this box full of matches. Yeah. It's genius. It's brilliant, really. Ah, fucking government overreach. Those <laughs> bastards. It, it's funny, too, because the whole fucking thing in Palestine, Ohio, could have been avoided if there were more government regulations. Yeah. yeah. Even the Obama, like, Obama's... What? Why are we going on? We're talking <laughs> about Star Wars. Okay. They're it's all celebration. bad. It's celebration. Okay, so um, there's the two really big ones we'll talk about. But let's get the smaller... Not, now, if you're a big fan of these, they're not smaller to you. They're smaller to me. Okay. Um, so Skeleton Crew. Uh, it looks like Jude Law is going to be playing yep. a 
a Jedi, and he came out with the the cast. I don't know a ton about it. I didn't get into deep skeleton crew deep dive. I forget that there is, there was a synopsis or a, like a summary released, but I can't remember what it was. But okay. like the story was like talked about at celebration. Okay, I'll have to give that a bit more of a deep dive. But you know, um, big news also. San- season two of Andor though coming next year. Yes, um, which is very exciting. And I think it's twelve episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Is it twelve? It, it is more. It it is more than Mandalorian and Ahsoka. Yeah, I think it's twelve. Season two is expected to premiere sometime in 2020. Four. Do you think we'll get Jin in this season? That's a good question. It would make sense. I feel like because if you're going right into Rogue One, you might want to introduce her there. I wonder if there'll be crossover because, like, maybe there'll be like they a don't thing. meet until Rogue no, One. Yeah, they don't. But you know, you could either do like a small scene or something with just her. Either way, we have or to. just something like. Him seeing her on a hollow, and they're talking about possible like people that'll be a benefit to certain operations. There'll probably be a mention or something like that. Yeah. Um. Either way, there has to be K two S O. K two S O has to be in the next season. I would assume. Yeah. And I think they're gonna lean heavily on the stuff going on with Mon Mothma, and we'll, we'll see all of that yeah. stuff pan out. I feel like which we got, will be cool. I think I feel like we got a tease, like because we had the same type of droid. In season one. Oh, yeah, the security droids. The security yeah. droids. Like, and they actually, they're the ones that arrested fucking Anderson and Ar- Narkina. It is funny. Like, in Rogue One, K2SO is so charming and funny because it's Alan Tudyk, like, voicing them. Yeah. But then you, like, see them in the Mandalorian, like, taking over Mandalore and, like, shooting civilians like yeah. it's the fucking Terminator. And then you play Fallen Order, and those things suck. Yeah, it is fun to hack them, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go nuts. Um, so yeah, that's exciting that we're going to be getting Andor season two, uh, next year. Hopefully, I don't know. Do you think I'm, I'm guessing probably a summer release, maybe late summer. Isn't that's that what, what they I did would last imagine. Time? Yeah. I mean, if they're keeping things as is, I don't know, they like to bounce around though. Yeah. Um, bad batch final season, season three is premiering in 2024 and it's the final season. It's the final season. Um, so did you hear anything about the trailer? They didn't release the trailer to the public. But they did screen. I do know like that a, they saw. Uh, yeah, Rex was shown in his full little, armor. The details that I heard were was Rex in full armor. Uh, they showed Wolf. Apparently, Wolf is going to be Commander Wolf is in Gregor are going to be in the next season, uh, and Cody. And they showed apparently Omega being somewhat tortured, and her and crosshair in a cell next to each other and then she say something like i'm he said something to her like i'm not like you yeah yeah, or yeah, something. yeah. i'm not yeah. like you or i'm not like the rest of them or something like that still being a hard ass oh yeah yeah um and apparently palpatine they showed palpatine in the facility like nice. on the mountaintop or whatever exciting stuff yeah um so that'll be good i'm guessing if that's coming out 2024 you think just keep it on uh january or maybe they'll push it to like a may kind of may may 4th type. yeah thing. i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know it'd be exciting to get you know they left us really hanging this season like <laughs> yeah. oh wow everything's in limbo um so also uh we did have a james mangold film film that got announced <laughs> yeah. which i'm fucking hyped about so the james mangold film uh, fucking, you know, I've always talked about my Jedi 
you know? Yeah. Dawn of the Jedi. Not the best Star Wars book I've ever read. I don't even remember the character's name. Yeah. But I there's do a know. Lot, I'm, a, I'm to imagine there's a lot to chew on in that book, though. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. If they, I don't think they're going to do in exact. You know, that's not how they do things here in this right. canon versus, uh, you know, legends. Blah blah blah. Um. But they do borrow heavily from it, so I kind of feel like they're going to go a similar route with the way that book went. I saw him being interviewed at Celebration. Uh, he did imply some in some interview that there's not going to be lightsabers necessarily. He's, I saw him being interviewed on like some red carpet thing or like just in passing. It wasn't an actual panel, but he did describe it as he wants to make like a Bible story of Star Wars. Yeah. So Ashlyn Boggan. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm the resident Ashland Boggan expert. If anybody has any questions, clonecastpod at gmail.com. I hope they call him the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. It would be hilarious to hear them say They that. have to. Yes, we are the Jedi order. That's very cool. That'd be great. Um, the timeline they introduced dude. is awesome. Yeah, so this is, yeah, I mean, that took place 25,000 years before, and that's what he said the timeline on this is. And that was, so Kathleen Kennedy came out on a panel and introduce the new Star Wars timeline that they're basing certain things off sure. of. And Filoni looked sharp. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he had a long jacket on with a black cowboy. <laughs> He's the man in black. But then under, he had like an Ahsoka graphic tee. Yeah. <laughs> he also like... He's such a fan, dude. There it's was, hilarious. There was an interview I saw him where he wasn't wearing the cowboy hat. And he kind of has hair like me. You know, oh, I really? like, saw it and I was like, I kind of like what he's doing with his hair. Maybe I'll try to pull a felony. You know what you should do is you should write into him like a handwritten <laughs> letter. Send it to Lucasfilm. Dear Mr. Filoni. Dear Mr. Filoni, I you're one of my heroes, but I saw you without a hat on once and <laughs> you became a god. A rare sighting. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's exciting. I, I don't know. See the Jedi if that's how they go. Also... That sets up a lot of cool stuff. I mean, if you want to go all the way back to the beginnings of the Jedi and the Sith, you know, where they broke, where they were this one kind of gray-ish order. Yeah, before the distinctions became what they are. Yeah, and then they kind of broke off. Um, so, I don't know, man. You could do a lot in those 25,000 years. You could do a lot. Um, so, I'm excited for it. It's going to be cool. Now, the thing is, like, he said it's going to be like a Bible story. It. That book, they're still very technologically advanced. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think he just means like... I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying like if somebody wasn't, you know, like if you think about it like, oh, a Bible story, we're going to have fucking forces are throwing rocks at each other. Like, <laughs> What if he just does the Bible, yeah. but with Star Wars characters? Yeah. I mean, God, can you imagine a fight, though? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> C-3PO's yeah. building an ark. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Remember that Noah movie? Yeah. I think we talked about that before. Yeah, we did. It hit those weird rock, rock creatures. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, like, the story of Noah's ark is, like, what, like, four pages yeah. in the Bible, if that, and then they tried to drag an entire movie out of it. <laughs> The rock creatures. Um, rip those guys off from Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> they are like the big, yeah. but they're not as cool. No. No, they're smaller. Those guys are fucking awesome. They rip yeah. their arms off and throw them at you. I can't wait to fight them again. Oh, oh, oh. I think we'll get a sky one, one that's like in the sky. Oh, well, I have seen in the trailer the, the like little Moblins like build a fort on top of one and they're like riding the thing. 
Like they do the fort on top, on top, on top into the sky. No, it's like the rock creature, but they built like scaffolding on his shoulders and on his oh, head. Oh, yeah. That'll be a fun battle. Can't wait. <laughs> so, yeah, the timeline. So the very start is Dawn of the Jedi. That's where Dave Mangold is going to be playing. The, Je- the Jedi. The Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Old Republic, uh, the High Republic, Fall of the Jedi, Rise of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, the New Republic, Rise of the First Order, and New Jedi Order, which was also announced. Another big thing that we want to talk about. Where Ray is coming back. Daisy is back. Yeah. And she, which yeah. I'm excited for. Yes. I like Ray. I love Ray. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you can call the uh, sequel trilogy polarizing to say the least. Sure. But. Man, I don't know. I think we had a good attitude about it. We were just kind of like, hey, man, I'm having fun. Yeah. What? If, if, what's the point of Star Wars? Is this supposed to be fun? It's going to be the same fucking thing as the prequels in 15 years. Yeah. All the kids that grew up with the sequel care. trilogy like, are going to fucking love it. I got to tell you, though. Like, I Say what you want about the sequel trilogy. Um, I personally like it. I don't. They're not my favorite Star Wars. No, movies. I can see why people had issues. But, but I will say, when we went to see it together, and when that music hits, man, I don't know. I left the theater that night just like in love with The Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. And I still think The Force Awakens is a really good movie. That was something else. Yeah. Like, after that long waiting, oh, like God. sitting down in the theater and having that blast hit with the it's, fanfare. It's wild. Especially at the age we're at now, where, where I, I don't know, like as a kid seeing The Phantom Menace and the prequel trilogy, like it meant a lot to me to see those. And it's crazy that I got to see Star Wars movies in a theater because I'd only seen them on fucking VHS. Yep. But I don't know, like... I didn't think about it on that level at that time, but when that fucking music hit and I was like fucking 30 years old, yeah. man, that shit registered. Dude. That was nuts. It's incredible. It's it's great. It's it's like uh, nothing else, man. Yeah. I got... I'm, I'm, <laughs> can you tell something's kicking in? It's great. Something's kicking in right now. Oh, here come the edibles. But yeah, and I don't know. They didn't specify if that's going to be a trilogy or just a movie or what, but... I have no I idea. Know. Um. It'll be cool. Yeah. And apparently the, the whole premise is she's rebuilding the Jedi Order yeah. or something. I saw some of those weird legends. Guns, it's like, there's only one Jedi who rebuilt the Order. <laughs> and his name was Luke Skywalker. And it had that picture of him where he's like preaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's that really dumb dolphin motherfucker behind him. He's like, <laughs> he's the fuck the Coleman Trabor looking guy. Speaking yeah. of Bible stories, like that looks like yeah. it's the same illustrator. It literally looks like Jesus's like sermon on the mount or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like just people sitting that's what that picture is um it is funny that like looking at the timeline the the distinct like dots on it yeah there are dots that are uh fall of the jedi the next dot is rise of the empire then age of rebellion and then the new republic but those first three take up I don't know, 10 years in the mm-hmm. course of this timeline that's and then thousands you have that, yeah. of thousands You have the 25,000 and there, there, there's nothing. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, what are you going to do there? Yeah. Like, there's so much story. You could really do like a, a God's honest fucking, um, a committed represent, a, a committed script that sticks to the story of the Bane trilogy. You could just kind of like take it page oh, yeah. for fucking page and I don't think it's going to interrupt any of your canon. No. None. Um, you kind of have to maybe make him look a little way because you showed him in the Clone Wars. But that's like 
there's so much Legends material that they wouldn't even really have to work that hard to come up with a story because yeah. it's all there for them, and it's all this era that's just un. It's not traveled really. Yep, it's cool. But we've all been wondering what they're gonna do with movies for the longest time, and so Kathleen Kennedy came out, introduced this timeline, and said uh, James Mangold's gonna be directing a movie, Dave Filoni's gonna be directing a movie, and I forget the third uh, person that's directing a movie. Uh, I'll find her name. Charmaine Obey Chinoy. Yes, I hope I said that correct. Um, but yeah, those are the three upcoming directors. What do we know about Filoni's movie? I think I think I remember it's going to take place after Return of the Jedi, kind of in the rise of the New Republic. Uh-huh. I think that's what I read. Yeah. Okay. Um So yeah, I'm really excited for the continuing story of Ray Skywalker. I wonder if they'll call it like an episodic, you know, are they going to call it episode 10? Yeah, I don't know. Or are they just kind of going to make it its own little like well, they thing. tried doing that with with Rogue Squadron and Solo, which like I like. They called it a, a Star, Star Wars, Wars story. story. I kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. It is Ray though, but I mean, I guess they did say that's like the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. So I would assume unless that... they get really bold and say that this one is Episode One of Ray's story. Sure. I don't know, man. It's it's just crazy to think about like what kind of bad guy they're going to come up with here. Yeah. I mean, because Palpatine was just, like, such a good fucking bad guy. Yeah. So I'm just kind of curious, like, what what is it going to be? Well, I, I mean, they got plenty to pull from with the expanded universe. I mean, there's a whole thing with the, I think, the Yusang Vong are, yeah. like, this group of really weird aliens that come out of uncharted space with, like, there's organic yeah. machinery. <laughs> it's there's really the weird. Grisk. Yeah. The Grisk. Um, they could be very... You know, because they're from out in wild space, and the Chiss have had the Chiss. To deal, Thrawn has had to deal with them before. It could be interesting. And now that okay, so let's get to the Ahsoka show. Yes, is there anything that we missed? I, oh, Vision season two is coming out, so that'll be interesting. Yes. That's yeah. coming out on May fourth. I'm trying to think. We did get some, a little bit of Acolyte information as well, which is going to be fucking awesome. Um, I can't wait for that show because yep. that's going to be looking at dark side stuff. Um, and in the lack Acolyte Vern. Vernestra Rowe from the High Republic will be appearing as a Jedi. So ah. everybody's excited about Vern coming back. I just want to see. I need to have Ernest P. World digitally implanted into the Acolyte. <laughs> like serving Vern, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, if you don't know, Ernest had a neighbor named Vern that he referenced all the time. You remember Ernest? Yeah. Jim Varney. Yeah. Man smoked four packs a day. It didn't kill him until he was 51. <laughs> 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 doesn't do anything. All right, so Ahsoka. Um, I guess, you know, this being a rebel show right now, it's this appeared very relevant. <laughs> and we have theorized, as well as many other people, yeah. have theorized that Ahsoka is just going to be, like, a continuation of Rebels. Yes. Like, Rebels Season 5. Yeah. And so... based on the trailers and things that we were shown, it would appear that, <laughs> that yeah. way. Now, I will say, um, slight mandalorian spoiler here but it's been a few weeks so i'm just gonna say it um so we did meet zeb in the mandalorian which yes, was fucking did. amazing and we talked about it last week um so we met zeb we saw Hera in this uh in this um played by mary elizabeth winstead uh married f- to obi-wan kenobi <laughs> yeah! himself and Ewan she's McGregor. A f- she is a phenomenal actress yes too. so she's playing harrison doula and we saw we caught a glimpse of her looks great yep 
We got um, to see Sabine. Yep. We got to see Chopper. Yes. Um, Chopper. Dude, Chopper live action is going to be <laughs> fucking know. nuts, man. And, of course, R- Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka. As Ahsoka. Um, but we did see two, like, Sith. I guess Sith, maybe? It looked like their sabers might have had, like, a hint of orange? Dave Filoni specifically said in an interview that he specifically made them orange for some reason. I, maybe it, it'll be revealed or whatever. They're clearly... But... The baddies in some level. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. Like, I don't know what the fuck they are. If they're leftover, like, inquisitors, inquisitors maybe? or maybe they're just force sensitive. Yeah. And they're, like, not aligning to, like, yeah. the Sith or the Jedi. The, and then this is, like, one of the problems that I've encountered post Return of the Jedi. Like, I just don't know. <laughs> you got to find somebody just really vile and very strong in the dark side to be that. You know, that polar opposite. And, and I see these guys and I'm like, what are they, Inquisitors? Yeah. Like, and we know what to expect from the Inquisitors. Not much. Yeah. Um, Especially when they're going up against Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's so I don't know. I I got it. I like the look. I like the potential. But you really got to, like, convince me that they are a threat of some kind. Yeah. Especially if, if you're going to have one fight Ahsoka in the Ahsoka show. I need to feel like Ahsoka is in some sort of danger. Well, even if they don't measure up to the threat level, at least we have Thrawn, who is a very menacing presence. That was very cool. That yeah. yeah. So and it's official, even though everybody kind of figured yeah. it out. But Shout out to Lars Mikkelsen Lars for keeping Mikkelsen. that under wraps for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And now Floney did say that in writing Thrawn for Ahsoka, he partnered with Timothy Zahn a lot. Ah. And so I'm like, okay, so Rebels must be what happens when they just give, like, a random writer Thrawn and you make a bad, evil guy. Yeah. Yep. And then Timothy Zahn is the guy who created Thrawn yep. and has wrote all the Thrawn books. So I think even though it seems kind of like Rebels Season 5, live-action Rebels, we could call it, it's kind of what the vibe I get from it, I, I feel like we're going to get a comp- completely different Thrawn than we're seeing right now. Oh, there's going to be big differences. Yeah. Um, So you're going to get to combine the voice and aesthetics of Thrawn from the Rebel show, and you'll probably get more of Thrawn. Have you seen Lars Mikkelsen, like, act in anything else? Probably. I recognize him when I see him. The only thing that I really... I know I've seen him in other stuff, but the one thing that I distinctly remember him from is the PBS Sherlock show. Okay. And in season two, I think, he played, like, the main bad guy. And, like, he was a menacing presence. Yeah. And it was very, like, Thrawn-esque. Like, sure. very low energy, but, like, menacing the entire time. That's good. So he's got it in him. Yeah. I don't know. Like, the leaked image I saw looked really good. Yeah. So um, I'm excited for it. It's going to be really cool. Now, Galen Urso's brother. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, Mads Mikkelsen plays Galen Erso. Yep. And then Lars Mikkelsen is playing Thrawn. Yeah. So I love them both. Yeah. Those crazy Danes. I wonder if there'd be a flashback where they meet. <laughs> well, Thrawn wasn't around Wait, back then. Wait, are they then, Danish? So they're either Danish or Norwegian. Yeah, they're Danish. Okay. The Danes. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be really fucking cool. Uh, you, you saw, we saw the Phantom. Yeah. In it. That yep. was awesome. I can't wait to see live action Ghost. Like, in all oh its glory. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be great. And in one of the bootlegs, it showed Sabine uh, on a speeder bike going underneath an a or a E-wing. 
which is in like video games and stuff yeah so that's confirmed now to be canon which is cool because it's a pretty cool ship yeah um I don't know, man. That show is going to rock. Yeah. I'm going to thoroughly enjoy that show. Only eight episodes, Do you think though. Zeb crushes any stormtroopers or anything with his feet? I hope he just throws one like he <laughs> yeah. does at Rebels. We need a full-on Zeb foot kill. <laughs> um, I don't know. Anything else from Celebration? I'm trying to think if there's anything I'm missing here. I think those were all the big I mean, they announced the next one is 2025 in Japan. Yes. Yep. So they're going every other year now? Yeah. And we were talking before, they should do, you know, like, even years do the States. Yeah. Odd years. Just do it every year. Well, and just, like, you don't even have to bounce around in the States. Just do a joint venture with Disney and, like, do a Galaxy's Edge thing where Disney and You can either have it in Orlando. Yeah. Or you can have it in L.A. or Anaheim. Um, That makes sense. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not upset about it. I'm just like, I don't, I can't foresee myself. I would love to go to Japan. I hope in two years I will have the means to yeah. like take time off and go to Japan for that. Yeah. That and, would be and, very and like, cool. We've talked. like We both would love to see Japan. I, yeah. I'm very fascinated by Japanese culture, and I think it's you know there's a lot of history The only there. problem beautiful. with traveling to Japan is I'm going to be so fucking furious when I get home after riding that train <laughs> because it's so fast and so efficient. Yeah. Good old train. It's Maglev. Oh, <laughs> Thing's got a beak on it. <laughs> train talk. Remember when train talk was kind of going to be a thing? Maybe That's right. We were really remember that train museum. We, we, we kept wanting to go. Oh, we got to go to that yeah. place. There's probably no COVID restrictions anymore no. either. We can just cough on everything. Let's go. It's going to be great. We're going to go to this train museum. <laughs> um, what was I saying though? I don't even remember. Every what. other year. Oh yeah. I mean, no. I just can't fathom. Like, I would love to go to Japan. But I imagine how much it goes just to go on a trip to Japan, yep. how much that costs. And then to top it off, I'm going to have a three day convention with Star Wars merchandise. Yeah, yeah. And just you can't go to celebration Could and max out every credit card. Yeah, we own. dude, I will like you thought clove was bad. I would be fucking so financially ruined after also this trip. <laughs> imagine if we actually by that time invested in some actual like cosplay stuff yeah and had like clone trooper armor that's how we like, might have to pay for it we could take pictures with people the cost of <laughs> shipping that to japan oh yeah <laughs> dude i would probably just pack myself in a fedex box and have my mom <laughs> drop me off <laughs> Just poking holes in there like I'm a fucking guinea pig. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, uh, I'm stuff. trying to think of any other, anything else. I uh, think we got everything. There's Fallen Order. There's some additional Fallen Order gameplay that they showed. Yeah, which is coming out soon, and the hype meter is starting to rise. It for looks me. awesome. It's going to be fucking. It sweet, looks dude. really good. And the guy that is the base for the character was there. Mm-hmm. I forget his name, but yeah. uh, the redhead. And he handed a fan a pie show. Yeah. Apparently that fan's problematic. Oh, no. Yeah. God <laughs> damn it. I don't know what it is, but I just, every post I saw on it was like, yeah, that guy's like, uh, I don't want to say what he did because I don't remember what the exact thing was. But Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, I don't, but apparently not a good guy. Okay. I, I don't really, I'm not in <laughs> that kind of. Are they going to make him surrender his poncho? <laughs> <laughs> to the guy next to him that was like. <laughs> The lesser Cal Kestis. Yeah, yeah. He looked like he looked like fucking uh, great value Cal Kestis yes, yes. next to uh, like 
You got Cal Kestis handing the poncho to the fan. It's it's G.I. Joe handing it to Army Pete. Yeah. <laughs> and then standing next to Army Pete is like Buck Sergeant Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, um, but yeah, that, I'm fucking hyped for that. I don't know if there's I, I would I'm gonna laugh if we forgot something just massively big. <laughs> I'm sure we did. <laughs> That's why I'm freaking out. I'm like, uh, did we get it Racking all? Our brains. Um I think we got it all though. Okay. I think we did. Yeah. If we forgot something. We'll ki- we'll there'll be more. That makes it just funny shit. anyways. You know. Really high. <laughs> it really started to kick in here. And the article that I had pulled up to just kind of like scroll through things that to talk about. Um, it was from Lifestyle Asia. <laughs> and I got really fixated on this one line. I'm gonna read it to you. And it threw me off for a fucking like minute when I was talking about it. Okay, so <laughs> right here. Um, Rosario, Rosario Dawson had already appeared as Anakin Skywalker's former Padawan in The Mandalorian, but this time she's getting her very own show. It was great to finally see her back. And this is where I was like, what? Am I being gaslit? It was great to finally see her back in her Twi'lek prosthetics. What? They called her a Twi'lek in this article. Oh, that makes no sense. I think they just think any Montrells are automatically Twi'lek. Yeah. But I stared at him like, what? <laughs> yeah. And I'm kind of high and it's kicking in. And I'm like, whoa, man, am I having a stroke? You know what? Yeah. Twi'lek. What? Oh, the other. I did remember one other thing from the trailer that they showed that I'm also excited about is Mon, Ma- Mon Mothma makes an appearance. Oh, yeah. In hollow form. So I'm sure yeah. we'll see some like political world building. We should heading into like Andor season two. We should have like a special month of the clone cast called like. The Mon Mothma Moth Month, <laughs> the Triple M, where we do special Mon Mothma segments. I'm obsessed with her character. Mon Mothma Month. It's gonna be great. I can't wait for Mon Mothma Month. What month will it be, though? May. May. That's my birthday month. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I could probably add her to the polycule if we made that Mon Mothma Month. There we go. She's a looker. Yeah. Send in ideas for segments for Mon Mothma Month. Clonecastpod at gmail.com, clonecastpod on Twitter. Um, okay, I think we covered it all. Uh, should we hear from somebody who was at Celebration? Yes. Oh, it's been a little bit. I can't wait to hit this. Vous avez du carrière de Céline. <laughs> that Carla Bruni. This song talks to me, man. She's got pipes. She does have pipes. Um. Okay. Don't worry, Celine. We'll play the, your version that you prefer on the way out. Velvety voice. Because as we know, Celine does not care no. for Carla Bruni. No. And her husband's a piece of shit. Yeah. We always have to mention when we mention Carla Bruni, her husband's like a fascist or something. Nikolai Sarkozy. <laughs> Wait. Are we sure he's a fascist or do we determine he's a moderate? I don't know. Okay. Even moderates are fascist at this fucking point. <laughs> God. He doesn't deserve Carla Bruni. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but we'll play Celine's preferred version on the way out. Yeah, so we have an intro and an outro for Celine. Um, so Celine wrote in. Celine was at Star Wars Celebration. Hello, guys. It's been a while. I thought I'd drop a line to say hello and that the clone Casanovas were on my mind this whole past weekend. I'm not big on putting on my face on social media, so I'll share this pic with you only for the fun of it since we all love fancy lad Obi-Wan Kenobi so much and... Celine included a picture of her 
with R2 D Toa and one Ewan McGregor. It's unreal. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, Ewan is looking good too. Now, yeah, I understand you don't want to put yourself out there, you know. Yeah. Um, but I figured I just crop Celine out and I'd paste in a clip art French woman for our episode <laughs> art. So we're gonna have a generic Celine stand in for Celine, and so everybody can see the picture. I think people get the edited. picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that way, uh, Celine's anonymity is yeah. still preserved, anonymous. Yes. Um, but it's a great picture. I was very excited to see it. It made me it so truly happy. is. Yeah, and that's one of the things about Star uh, Japan Celebration. Eloise mentioned that she might actually get to meet Anakin Skywalker now. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really happy. And maybe Zetjukasa can come up from Australia way. Sounds like a plan. I mean, they're all kind of in line with each other over there in the Pacific. We do really gotta try to plan something out. We got two years to prep. I'll go to Japan. I really want to go to Greece. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like if I'm gonna, if you're gonna get me on a plane, I want to go see the Parthenon, Star Wars Celebration, Athens. I want to climb Olympus. <laughs> I want to talk to Zeus. I want to yell at Zeus. I want to tell Zeus, you know, honest to God, Poseidon is cooler than Zeus. Yeah. You know? He's got a trident, for Christ's sake. Sorry, gods are on my mind, because I've been playing God of War again. Uh, yeah. Um, anyways. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I don't... We'll s- That's an expensive fucking trip, It really man. is. I drive a Volkswagen, all right? I don't got this kind of... I'm income. currently planning a trip to Vancouver, and I'm like, how the fuck am I going to pay for this? When are you going to Vancouver? June. June? Ooh. How long? Uh, like a week. Well, we're going to Washington to see uh, Joni Mitchell. Yeah. She's playing. I think we talked about this last In week. Washington. And yeah, and then yeah. I'm extending. I'm going to go to Victoria and Vancouver. Yeah. You're going to bring back some of that hashish for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got the good stuff. Oh. Watch. I'm I gonna, wind I'm up. Gonna, yeah. I'm gonna I wind up. the risk of federal crime. <laughs> I'm going to wind up in Canada's federal penitentiary. Yeah. <laughs> It'll still be better than most hotels yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. They're giving you just everything you need. <laughs> it's literally just a Holiday Inn in fucking Regina. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Holiday Inn in Regina. Um. So, needless to say, I was totally starstruck and muttered a bonjour. He speaks French fluently, apparently, and so nice to meet you. And then I had to move out of the way already. It's got, yeah, it's got to be like a shuffle in, you know. The line's got to be insane to meet that guy. <clears throat> now... Usually at cons, like people are closer with the pictures, and I think COVID kind of changed that forever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you think? Yep. Like I think it was like, okay, you can social distance when you're in your picture with you, and you know, yeah. And we're gonna at least we're gonna use R two as a natural buffer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just R two. They just it wheel does them out. Look that way. Yeah, you can't get any closer than R two. You can touch R two, not you. Yeah. But if you touch R2 at the same time, you're exchanging energy. And I don't even blame the, like, celebrities because they're meeting thousands of people. So getting them, like, yeah. with their arms around you. And really, do you want to get that close you're to a celebrity? Yeah. You see that Will Smith? Yeah. He's slapping everybody. <laughs> I'd be scared shitless getting next to a celebrity. They just walk around doing whatever the fuck they want. Plus, you and McGregor, you don't know what kind of shit he picked up when he was doing train spotting. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's got boils all over his body. Those makeup departments do a bang-up job. Um, I also met Hayden Christensen at the autograph session. Very emotional, too. Yeah, him and Obi-Wan yep. were both there. I always fucking... I got to call them by their fucking names. No, you don't. I don't know. <laughs> We've talked about our love of Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Great actor. Um, 
Uh, highlights for me were the crowd cheering madly at Hayden on the celebration live stage. I do really it's appreciate. It's so great to see yeah, that. It's it's cool. And he got so genuinely emotional that I was tearing up myself too. Meeting you and McGregor, oh my god! The Ahsoka trailer was as ma- was amazing, as well as the Bad Batch season three trailer. Little Leah, Leia, little Leia, excuse me. Um, Vivia Lear Blair was so adorable and say, "Did you see the video?" I saw. Her? Yeah, her and you. Did you together. see the one I tweeted? I don't remember. I. I earnestly smiled like a oh, normal. Oh, yes, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. I earnestly smiled yep. like a normal, well-adjusted human being. Yeah. And then I immediately went back to, like, Photoshopping Molbo onto the, <laughs> the Molbo maneuver. <laughs> she is absolutely adorable. She is. She's super charming. Yeah. Absolutely charming. That's Like, for how old is she? I think eight or ten. She's better public speaker than either of us. Oh, my God. It took me... Even now, I struggle more than yeah. she does. She's probably a genius. Yeah. Well, know? it's weird. Like, I wonder what they're going to do with her because she's obviously very talented. I could see them continuing the story. Check it out. Somebody's definitely bringing this to fucking Kathleen Kennedy's desk, right? Okay. A boy meets world style <laughs> family comedy called like. Girl meets Alderaan. Leia is Topanga. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you could bring in Jimmy Smits. Yeah. He's cracking the dad jokes. Yeah. You could get him like a little dog. Yeah. Oh, you got the, what's a Lola? Yeah. Lola's like the family pet. I love that droid. R2 comes by for some cameos, get into some hijinks. Yeah. You know, like they got R2 on like window wiping duty he and he runs out of gas. Charming, air and he falls. Wah! Charming elderly neighbor. Who's also the principal for some reason? Feeny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're a big Boy Meets World guy? I was. <laughs> when I was li- little, that show fucking ruled. I loved Topanga back in the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Danielle Fischel. She was one of the ones that, like, I think I was, like, 10 years old. I was like, what is happening yeah. to me? What are these feelings <laughs> whenever she appears on screen? Something is moving. <laughs> <laughs> the activation. My first activation was the Pink Power Ranger, Kimberly, Amy Jo Johnson. Oh, we've talked about this. The Pink yeah. Power Ranger and uh, the female chipmunk in Rescue yes. Rangers. Yeah. But that's like, that's not an activation. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, it's like the shingles. Like when you get chicken pox, it goes dormant in your spine. <laughs> like that's the dormant stage. It's like something's there, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's it just, re- recedes yeah. back in your you're, spine. But you're like seven and you're like, oh, that chipmunk's really cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why do I think that chipmunk's a tra- I'd like to spend time with her. <laughs> it's a fucking mouse. <laughs> Very. <laughs> Those animators, they knew what they were doing. Well, you give human qualities these fucking things. You know? <laughs> what are you doing to me? You're confusing the hell out of a kid. Um, Where were we on this? Man. I'm... Little Leia. Little Leia. Little Leia. Uh, she was adorable on stage. D. Bradley Baker did some of the clone voices, and that was amazing. I saw his uh, wrecker. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and Ian McDermott did Palpatine's evil laugh. So good. Of course, the overall energy uh, was... Uh, where did I go? Dude, I can't read anymore. The overall energy was mad. Ah, yes. Of course, the overall energy was mad. So many, many people wearing amazing cosplays. Lightsabers everywhere. It was pretty awesome. Um... I'm probably missing a lot of other cool moments, but there it is in a nutshell. Uh, it's really great to be rewatching Rebels with you and with Ahsoka series coming up soon. Uh, hope you guys are doing great and may the force be with you. Celine in London. Uh, but we'll, for now. Yeah, for now. 
she's on vacation in London. Um, and she also added some picks for us to take a look at. Some really cool cosplayers. She, she, uh, we saw a Cody and a Rex cosplayer, um, which is cool. Yep. Because, as everybody knows, our official designation is, is short Cody and tall Rex. And Rex in this picture does look slightly taller than Cody. So is that short Cody and regular size Rex? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Now, I think we looked up Tamura Morrison. And I think he's 5'6". Yeah, I don't think he's a very tall man. So wouldn't I be above average Cody? Probably. But I don't think canon-wise, Django Fett and the clones, I think they were like... I think you're correct, yes. Yeah. Because I think they were listed as like 5'11 or something like that. I think so. Which, that's, yeah, that's good soldier height. 5'11". And we'll see. We'll have to check with Celine. We'll see if we can share these photos. With obviously Celine cropped out, but yeah, you can put him in the Discord or something. Well, the episode art is going to be a clip art over. You won't see Celine. Yes. Yeah. 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 Do you think that's okay? Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, it's just a clip art. But I'm saying the rest of the photos as well. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. For sure. We. Uh, or Celine can post them in the Discord. Yeah. She's in there. We can have a Celine and any. We should actually have a, like a celebration channel where people can share their celebration oh. stories and photos. We'll do that. <laughs> We'll get right on that. I'll forget. Damn. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was great to hear from Celine and Perry. Also, I wrote her back, and she picked up some Funko Pops and stuff because I was curious if he got any swag. Um, so uh, yeah, there was an exclusive R two D two R five D four pack, but that was sold out. <sighs> she wanted that. That sounds like a treat. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Oh yeah. That's right. We over the good news. To us, do carrier day, Celine. Okay, uh, should we talk Mando for five minutes? Yeah. All right, so we are going to talk about the latest episode of The Mandalorian. Um, I know by the time you're listening to this, you've probably already watched the latest yeah, episode, yeah. the new latest episode of The Mandalorian. But Adam, which episode is this one? This is Chapter 22, Guns for Hire. Okay, so if you haven't seen Chapter 22, Guns for Hire, this is your chance to skip ahead five minutes. We're going to set a timer for five minutes, and you'll be safe from spoilers. So, okay. We'll see you in five minutes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Still playing. Need a light bulb. You take this home, throw it in the pot, add some broth, a potato. Takes half the time. Baby, you got a stew going. Yeah, there we go. So. Guns for Hire, the most controversial episode <laughs> of The Mandalorian. Divisive, yeah, divisive episode. There are people that literally think this is up there with the literal Antichrist. <laughs> like, if Satan is real, he this is his right-hand man. Why do people hate having fun? <laughs> Look, let's get it out there. Not a revolutionary episode. So, tonally... I agree. It's it doesn't mesh well with some of the other shows, but you could say the same for some Clone Wars episodes. Yeah, I've literally seen Anakin like choke the life out of a man, and then an episode later, Jar Jar is slipping on a banana peel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, it's Star Wars. It's wild. Currently, the IMDb ranking for it is six point four. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look up. Uh, <laughs> what can we compare it to? Look up Bombay Jedi quick. <laughs> 6.4 on IMDb. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'd give it about a 6 out of 10, 
But that's a Tom 6 out of 10. Yeah. Not an IMDb 6 out of 10. <laughs> yes. Which is basically like negative, I guess. Um, what is Bomb Bad Jedi? 6.1. <laughs> Nipping um, at its heels. So the biggest thing is cameos. So we got Jack Black and Lizzo yeah. in the show. Um, and Lizzo does a great job with like weird crustacean bocce ball or yeah, something. Yeah. Um, but it, so, you know it would be good at that game? Saw Guerrero. The other thing that I realized that... Nobody uh, cared about that. The thing that I realized that uh, made me kind of have patience with the episode more is the fact that, like, we all have seen this weird, like, kind of alternative people supporting the separatists, the separatist alliance and stuff, because we've seen Clone Wars and Rebels where those themes have been played with. People yeah. that haven't watched the cartoons, this is like the first time that they're seeing that. So yeah. it's like a cool concept for these people to see. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and Christopher Lloyd saying Count Dooku was a visionary was fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd, man. Yeah. I kind of like how he said a mini, I wouldn't say a resurgence, because I don't, I don't think he's getting, he's not working because he's not able to get work. Yeah. He's just kind of, he kind of went the Gene Wilder route, where he just kind of stepped away. Yeah. And you just didn't really hear from him anymore. But I liked, I'm glad that he's popping back yeah, a too. little bit in yeah. recent years. It's nice to see old Chris Lloyd. The highlight of those Back to the Future movies, by the yes. way. Which I'm not fond of. We've briefly touched on that before. Uh, but, hey, let, I mean, there was obviously one big story thing outside of the, um, you know, the whole uh, droid whoop de doo and all <laughs> yes. that stuff. Um, so, Bo-Katan is the new possessor of the Darksaber. <laughs> yes. And I, I kind of like the way they wrote it. I mean, it made sense. Yeah. He was disarmed by the weird funky thing it's in just, the sewers of Mandalore. It's just so fucking stupid that you have to go through this level of like him being like, well, technically, yeah, technically this defeated me and she defeated it. So she's the she's the rightful owner of the Darksaber. And but, all, all of them are like, oh, oh, OK. All right. Well, that same logic is why Michael Cohen went to prison and Donald Trump never will. <laughs> yeah, you know, true, I mean, yeah. it, it kind of is actually things happen yeah. that way like you did this and you did this and then that's just you know. this, the weird like acceptance of like oh, i guess you have a point okay i guess we'll follow her yeah i don't know um i that group of mandalorians I is like so em. i don't like them either i don't like any of them i don't like any i don't <laughs> trust them no i don't like them and i don't trust them that's your big three you don't trust them twice and you don't like them but i don't yeah like I understand, like, oh, it's the dark saber. You by the creed, you are the ruler, Mandal. But like, they don't seem like the kind of types that are too interested in that myth. No. And I kind of think they're all walking around with other helmets anyway. So yeah, I mean, obviously though, they did believe in it the last time with yeah. Bo and something. I just imagine like your faith wavers over time. That Bo is one hell of a fighter. She really kicked his ass. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love bow. the wrist shield. Oh. oh, yeah. Okay, so looking forward to this week's episode. They screened it early at Celebration and rave reviews. Okay. Yeah. Rave reviews. I didn't hear any negative things about this one. I have heard. For, Granted, it. the people watching at Celebration, I mean, one, the atmosphere of being at Celebration, yeah, yeah, yeah. and two, they're already massive fans. Yep. So... I have seen. We'll see, but positive things. I think I've seen a couple of p people theorize that, like, oh, when TV shows do this, like right before 
like the last episodes of a TV show, like it's an indication that the next two episodes are going to be like big. Yeah. Big things are going to happen because this one was well, like it kind did, of lighthearted. Yeah. It did end on a big thing. Yeah. Definitely did. And that's not a spoiler. Anyways. Okay. So that is your Mando. Mandalorian madness. Um, Should we get to the time warp? Yep. All right. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, that, 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 Chibata bread. Okay, Visions and Voices, Season 3, Episode 11, aired December 10th, 2016. Very exciting. Um, it's still the Black Beatles song, is still the number one song in America. So we'll do some Clone Cast recommends. And Moana is still the number one movie Jeez. in America. Now, I do want to say that the Rebel Show goes on a winter break. After this episode, and the number one movie next week, I was really excited to reveal, but I'm pretty sure we're going to jump forward a few months. But the number one movie a week later, Adam, can you guess what it is? Is it The Force Awakens? No, that was 2015. Oh, shit. Uh, You're very close. Rogue One? It's Rogue One. Ah, so Rogue One was about to debut and smash box office records. It was weird that they started like with the new Star Wars movies doing this like Christmas release. Yeah. I thought it was like odd. Yeah, I mean it was always May. Yeah. You know, I mean the prequels were May. Always. I, yeah, and yeah. They were all May. Um oh we didn't that's one big thing we didn't mention. Oh, Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Are we gonna go see it? Yeah. Oh, I got to. I can't wait. And uh, we'll talk about it going into the, the next portion okay. of the episode a little bit because I have a thing. Um, but, okay, so we are going to do Clonecast Recommends. Um, and, uh, Adam, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll let you pick. Mm. I'm, I'm itching to hear yours because you teased me with it. Yeah, okay. And so I'm, I'm, let's do yours first. I've been on kind of a, uh, a kind of odd country kick lately. No, no. I used to always hate country, and I always used to say I hated country, but then I started listening to, like, older country, and I really dug it. Yeah. But, like, when I was growing up, my mom always listened to, like, pop country, like Garth Brooks, and like, Shania Twain, and, like, Tim McGraw, those yeah. those guys, and I fucking hated it. Oh, no. But He's now I've head. heard those songs as of late, and I've been like, that's really fucking catchy. I will say, I like Tim McGraw. Shania Twain is fucking phenomenal. She is. We've we've mentioned our love for Shania yeah. Twain. She's great. She is a Canadian um, princess. So let me guess. I'm gonna guess. If this is Kenny Chesney, no, it has. It's thank. So this is more '90s era. No, it's. You'll know it when you hear it. Okay. Um, but it is. It's got some country tones to it. Is it this? I don't know how you do what you do. That's a country song. Yeah, I'm so. Have you ever heard the Boys to Men version? Yes, you've played it on this podcast. Oh, I have? <laughs> yeah. They do a different thing with yeah, it. Yeah. It really tickles my fancy. Okay, here we go. We're going to listen to Adam's country song. Yeehaw. Is this Rock Candy Mountain? Do you recognize it? Is it Rock Candy Mountain? It's not Rock Candy Mountain. It's close. Is this the Charlie Daniels band? It is not. Okay, I don't want to get canceled. That guy had some interesting opinions. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, once the once the chorus picks up, you'll know it. Is this the Dixie Chicks? No. Although Dixie 
chick's fucking rock. Too. Yeah. Oh, here it goes. Rule and a saw and a board, and I'll cut it. Oh, oh, oh! I'm up a ladder with a hammer and a nail, and I'll nail it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we work so Yeah! <laughs> Do you recognize it yet? No. <laughs> Are you sure I'm going to recognize this? If, if you haven't recognized it yet, I don't think you're, you're going to. Here it comes. Oh! <laughs> Get a jug! This is the song that's Dude. playing. This is the song that's playing in Red Dead Redemption 2. When you and Uncle are building John's oh! cabin. It's the house song! Yes! <laughs> Dude, this is great jug music. The title is The House Building Song. <laughs> Dude, Taylor's is gonna this be pissed. This fucking at me. rock? Taylor's gonna be pissed at me because she was like, wait till the house building song goes. <laughs> and when I was playing it, I was so blown out of my high that I do not remember like any of the epilogue. <laughs> It's literally John and Uncle fucking around with this song playing. I was so big. I was like, dude, that early epilogue stuff, I was so fucking high for that, dude. And can you imagine going from what I went through to that? You blitzed out of your mind just picking up manure with a pitchfork. Yes! And I told you, I milked that fucking cow. I milked that cow and it had horns. Then I found out there. Listen to the whistle! Some cows do have horns. Yes. I they, looked it up, but I yeah. but I was really high and I was like, is that a bull? <laughs> Just jerking off of <laughs> and a video. I don't know how cows work. Oh, hey, something came out. Drink it. But yes, anyway. God is, bless that Louis Pasteur, by the way. That is the house building song. It's very exciting. Red Dead Redemption 2. I quite like it. It's a great song. Yeah. Um I'm gonna have to play through again. I'm gonna have to play through yeah. again. Um, you can fade out. It's time okay. for you. Okay. Now, speaking of a quick thing though, with the playthrough, did you know if like the honor level determines how you die and stuff? Oh, really? Yeah. I guess I didn't realize. That. I, I've, oh, I've been watching YouTube videos of Red ah. Dead now. We've gone to that era now. <laughs> You've graduated. Yeah. I bought the elephant rifle online. That thing, <laughs> dude. I shot a grizzly bear in the face with it. That thing dropped. It's a fucking... Dude, sometimes when I fire it, it literally knocks my guy over. God, I love that game. It's a cannon blast. <laughs> okay, my song. Um, So, uh, I had a song all lined up, ready to go. And then Adam played this for me. <laughs> this is Nana Noodles. Is that the name? <laughs> is it Nana... Miss Nana Noodles, a.k.a. Jennifer Nana, Hudson. Nana Noodleman. Nana Noodleman, a.k.a. For, Jennifer Hudson. From the hit movie Sing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I must have guessed 25 animals, and I couldn't figure out what she was. No. Uh, but she's a sheep. Yes. Uh, Nana Noodle, she's a sheep. And this is a cover of one of my favorite Beatles songs. It's a medley from and Abbey Road. Leading up to this, when I got here, we were talking about music, and you're like, you know what? It's not hitting. Music's not doing it for yeah. me lately. The past couple of weeks, it's just not doing it I, yeah. i'm not getting the same kind of thing and i was like oh if this doesn't sw turn that around nothing will no um I, I do want to play a quick snippet of my original song just because oh so i was originally picking celine dion love you more it's a good song i wanted to find the part but whatever okay 
So that was my original song. I'm going to save it for next week. It's a great song. But yeah, so this is Miss Nana Noodles with the Beatles cover of Golden Slumbers Carry That Weight. It's a sheep. (laughs) Goddamn sheep singing. Jennifer Hudson's great. Do you think a sheep with a beautiful voice offends uh, anti vaxxers? Because they're all lions, not sheep. Yeah, exactly. You ever see that shit? Yeah. Did I tell you about the guy who saw at the Guns N' Roses concert? <laughs> no. That had a lion, oh, yeah, not yeah, sheep. Yeah. And his girlfriend literally looked like she was a kidney that had been baking in. <laughs> it was her skin. Like, she needs to immediately go to a dermatologist. <laughs> I'm afraid she has, like, a thousand melanomas. It literally looked like she'd been tanning for two weeks straight. We could make a billion dollars selling t-shirts to chuds outside of concerts. Yeah. Lions, not sheep. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy enough. No, what's another one? Lions, not sheep. Patriots, not creeps. And then we have a picture of Joe Biden sniffing a child's hair. And then Trump is stomping him. The lamestream media. The lamestream media. All right. We've talked enough. Let's let's listen a little here. This song is a slow build. Right now, the Athorian man is tearing up. <laughs> I can see him crying in his car. Downtown Barry, Vermont, USA, baby. Oh! So, yeah, this is Jennifer Hudson. Golden Slumbers, Carry That Weight. It's a, it's a Grand Beatles cover from... I'm going to pot it down. And it's a great song. And I've never seen the movie Sing. The only reason I knew of that song is because it's like a viral like stitch on TikTok. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, God, God respect those Chinese stealing our information, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, if they're going to keep turning me on to music like that, go yeah. ahead. Remember that Chinese song I found on there that I never would have heard anywhere <laughs> yeah. else? And it's like one of my 40 favorite songs of all time. <laughs> it's incredible. So, yeah, I mean, whatever. You know, I think they should just have fucking, I don't know, have Elon Musk buy it. Then, then they will <laughs> yeah. They can do whatever. They steal all the information they want if he owns it, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. Do, he's doing great things with Twitter. Oh, you see his Matt, Matt Taibbi meltdown and all this stuff? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's all falling apart. He posted screenshots of his conversation with Matt Taibbi and, like, was shitting on him. And, oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> well deserved. Um, should we get into the episode? Yes. All right, let's do it. No! I put this in in honor. Uh, 40th anniversary. Return of the Jedi. Don't they kind of sound like minions? Yeah, I think these... (laughs) Minions are just a bastard, like, Wookiee Ewok science experiment, you know? Yeah. 
Some Wookiees got, uh, why don't I always call them Wookiees? Some Ewoks <laughs> got trapped, uh, you know, they got caught, put in a lab, tested on, and out came minions. <laughs> yep. That's, that's, they, mixed, they mixed an Ewok with a banana. <laughs> <And then Yep>. they, <laughs> Dude, I, I remember I saw something online where somebody was claiming that the updated music in the uh, Return of the Jedi was better than the Yub Nub song. That's false. It's a horrible take. <laughs> and I actually, it's, I'm going to be sad when we don't get Yub Nub in this theatrical yeah. release. And that's coming from somebody, I, I like that song. Yeah. I like the the, the no. special edition ending. Yub Nub fucking But hits. I love Yub Nub. Yub Nub is one of the greatest songs of all time. Um, okay, so, Rebels, here we go. Visions and Voices, Season 3, Episode 11. So, where we start out? We got the Phoenix Squadron, and they're planning for a mission on Adalon. It's a really cool stormy night, like an electrical storm kind of night. I like Adalon. It's cool. It's a cool planet. Outside of the fucking spiders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking bore me to death, why don't you? <laughs> Even the way they kill things, they take it back to their lair and like just park it there and let it slowly <laughs> starve. They're so boring. That poor A-Wing pilot. <laughs> She's probably still alive. <laughs> they're fattening her up. Um... But yeah, so Hera's going over the mission, and Ezra is apparently leading this mission, and he's clearly distracted. And they kind of cut to his vision, and he's seeing Maul just all over the place, like Darth Maul just popping up. So I couldn't remember. Did he have visions like this in another episode? I could have swore we watched a different episode where he was having, like, this exact same sequence took place. But I could be misremembering things. I don't think it was the exact sequence. I think he heard voices. Okay. Um, but as we know, on you know, the it was Sith just temple. Yeah, I mean, god damn, man, that's that's the end of season one. I know, into season two, we're that far into this show. Goddamn right, we are. I can't believe we're that far away from that. Yeah, that was a while ago. Um, or wait, Sith like Twilight of the Apprentice. Yeah, that was the end of season two. Oh, yeah. I was like, is that the end of season one? No, end of season one, they meet Vader. That's where ah, he like reveals himself. Yes, yes. Hurrah, Charles. Um, anyways, that wasn't that long ago then. My mind was blown for a second there. Um, but yeah, I know they 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 had that like connection on there, and you know, it, Maul is still referring to him as his apprentice <laughs> yeah. and all this. Very weird. <laughs> it really is. It kind of bothers me actually when I hear it. I'm like, stop that. It's creepy. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking weird man it's like a dude that just doesn't take no for an answer when he asks a girl out on a date yeah it's like the dalai lama trying to get a kid to bite his tongue <laughs> kid's like huh that fucking I, wild man that, it is like an ai came up with that headline <laughs> it's, it's so fucking off the wall did you see his statement <laughs> it's just, like sometimes the dalai lama it plays with he people likes in a playful to spread way joy in a playful things. way yeah so are they basically saying he has the brain of a five-year-old then? <laughs> like, is that what they're saying, though? I mean, maybe he has, like, dementia of some kind, and he's he literally is, like, has the mind of a child. <laughs> well, ever since he honored Keith Raniere, maybe he's not firing on all cylinders. That's a Nixium guy? <laughs> yeah! Oh, man! He yeah. honored him? They had, like, a meeting, and he was like, you're doing great things. <laughs> like, many blessings be upon you. Can I bite your tongue? He gave him, like, a <laughs> scarf. <laughs> <laughs> a scarf? Something like that. I don't know. Of like Manchester you watch, United? You gotta watch the documentary. Is it it's a Ted Lasso nuts. scarf? <laughs> you ever watch that Ted Lasso? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I watched the first four episodes. It's fine. 
I, I activated a Apple TV Plus subscription. Yeah. Because it like my phone told me I got three months of it. So I'm trying to watch Severance in addition to Succession. Just watch the first episode of that, of Severance. It's just the first episode? Just the first episode. I just haven't had time to revisit it. it oh, looks I thought very... you were telling me to only watch the first oh, episode. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I just watched the first episode of Severance like last week. Yeah. Um, it's intriguing. I'm going to continue. What's that Jennifer Aniston show about the morning show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch it all. I actually enjoy that show quite a bit. It's not great, but I enjoy it. Is it like the West Wing for Um, I don't know. It's it's less sanctimonious than the West Wing, I think. Really? You know why I continue to watch it? Billy Kudrup. <laughs> He's fucking amazing in that show. The lead guitarist from Stillwater? <laughs> no, Billy Kudrup was married to uh oh, the woman from Weeds. I can't remember. He was remember. Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Exactly. He was the lead gu- guitarist in Stillwater. Oh! Almost famous! Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, correct. Anyways, yeah, so Ezra starts seeing Maul and starts freaking out. He's like, ah, oh, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. He shakes it off, but then he just immediately starts fucking hallucinating seeing Maul again. And But it's funny because Maul is just doing random work. <laughs> He's like a random yeah. deckhand. He's like seeing him as just random rebellion fighters of some kind like, <laughs> yeah yeah you know He's um fueling up fighters <laughs> that's r2's job man i wrote Get down, those astromechs <laughs> i wrote down like what if maul just needed cash and like believed in the rebellion so he's like hey a, a living's a living I'm, I'm just gonna take up and moonlight here yeah i don't know he already found you you might as well yeah. use him you know um but yeah, so he continues to get more and more confused, and he just ends up like passing out on the hollow table that they're planning on, um, and that that's where we get our cut rebels. Um, and it's cold one; it's not a dee- yeah, dee- 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 it's cold one. Um, but that's going to lead us into our first clip. Um, Ezra wakes up on the ghost, and the ghost crew is there with him. Um, and then we're going to get some discussion. And uh, let's take a listen to our first clip. Wake up! <gasps> Whoa, Ezra, it's okay. You're safe. You want to tell us what's going on? It was Maul. You mean at the briefing? I saw him. He said my name. He was right behind me. I mean, he was right there. Kid, I was standing next to you. There was nobody else there. Maybe it was some kind of uh, force vision. Maybe. Ah. You ask me, the kid's just been working too hard. Chopper, stop it! No, Chop's right. Nap time's over. I should get back to work. You sure you're all right? Hera, I feel fine. I just had a bad something. No reason to stop the rebellion, right? Come on, Sabine, we gotta get ready for our mission. Get him a CAT scan. He was hallucinating. What are you thinking, Kanan? He's got just got a tumor pushing on like his brain. It's not over yet. <laughs> so he goes outside. They're Stop, loading up. We have all the protons, AP5 is coordinating mission. Well, not inventory. according to the weapons expert, which is me. I want two more cases of them loaded up. Why am I the last one to know about supply changes? I cannot work under these conditions. <sighs> it's like AP5 and Chopper were made on the same assembly line. They are buddies. Oh, I'm the one who needs an attitude adjustment? He starts seeing Molly and he starts hallucinating you. It's Molly. 
chases after him. Hey, Ezra. Ezra. Chop. Go get Kanan. Okay. Out of the way. So he just starts barreling through people, chasing after Maul. Uh, Sabine runs off to catch him. Chopper goes to get Kanan. I did love when when Hera was talking to Ezra Card to put him at ease. She's like, it was probably just a force vision. Like, it just made me think, like, is Hera just writing off any kind of problem? Is like, no, oh, no, 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 it's probably just a force vision. <laughs> like, you're cool. You're all right. Kanan is in year two of his force vision blindness. <laughs> It's just <laughs> nothing. Everything just gets written off. <laughs> yep. It's force vision. Yeah. Like your arm gets shot off. Oh, it's just a force vision. It's still there. It'll <laughs> come back. Kanan ca- catches her in bed with Zeb, and she's like, yeah. no, 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 no. It's just a force vision. Yeah. Just a force vision. Yeah. I got to say, though, like, joking aside, I found Hera extremely endearing in this episode. Yes. She's not a super big role in it, but the way she cares for Ezra, and it's so motherly. Oh, yeah. It's it's. It's I don't know. Hera is she's just the like, matriarch. Yeah, it's great though. Like any line that she has in this episode is very concerned for Ezra, and I just I don't know. I just found it very yes. endearing. And they don't do it enough lately. Yeah, they've really been striking out with Hera in recent. You know, I mean, we did get the we did get the champs in duel stuff, which yep. was good. Man, I want like Hera all the time. Hopefully, we'll get a lot more of her in in Ahsoka. Yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, Ezra just like chases Maul, quote unquote, down. Uh, his his hallucination of Maul. Um, so once he catches up to him, though, he like puts a drop kick on his ass and knocks him to the ground. And he ignites his lightsaber and is about to cut him down. Or, and then Kanan shows up and just starts force holding his arms with his hands so he can't strike down. Um, and then when Ezra kind of comes to, we find out it was Scott Summers all along. <laughs> right after I give the guy good hood, he's about to get iced. <laughs> yeah. Ezra's pissed. Why didn't he give me good hood? Um, but yeah, so it was just a, you know, random deckhand, random rebellion deckhand, Scott Summers, Cyclops. Um, Ezra's got to be careful. He'll blow a hole in his chest. <laughs> <laughs> you Cyclops guy. No, no. I fucking I hated him. him when I was little. He sucks. <laughs> yep. Even in the movies, that James Marsden. Yep. Much more likable when he's flying the sea plane. I think that was the whole whole idea. Is- oh, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, even as a kid, it's clear like Cyclops is like the fucking cool guy in school. And, you know, Wolverine's yeah. this just hairy thing. It was like <laughs> funny. Like all of my friends, there was a weird kind of like divergent. Like nobody likes Cyclops. But you were either a Wolverine kid or you were a Gambit kid. Yeah. And I was a Gambit kid. You were a Gambit kid? Yeah. I was a mix. Yeah. I loved Wolverine. Yeah. But if it came time to play somebody, I was going to be Gambit. I love that show. But going back and watching it now, like, I'm surprised I didn't have an activation watching that show. Oh, my God. Those unitards? Storm, Rogue, Gene Grey. I mean, hello. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, when she transforms into Phoenix. Oh, good night, nurse. <laughs> and now, like, you see those cosplays and they have, like, the form. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, it's it's my fetish. I'll just, I'm very sexually open with this. If I see a woman in, like, a, a fucking rogue get up and I'm just, Game like. Game over. Oh, good night. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, like, some spandex print, but yeah. it's just, like, oh, hello. <laughs> There's that, sh- but yeah, I mean, it's soup. Like, I'm surprised dads didn't sit down and watch. Be like, oh, I'm gonna check this out. 
That's like porn for the nineties. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was Scott Summers all along. He was not happy, by the way. He was like, what's the what's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> It's like clearly he's on mushrooms, you know. <laughs> That's gonna make it's gonna make for an awkward, <laughs> awkward conversation at the next company retreat. Yeah. Turns out this whole thing was just Zeb playing a <laughs> prank on him, like because they got that big brother, little brother thing going he on. Dosed him with he something. dosed him with angel dust. <laughs> <laughs> now he's just hallucinating. <laughs> Ezra got wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they find him hanging out with Bendu, and he's somehow lost his pants. And Bendu's like, I don't know what to do with him. Um. Anyways, yeah. So, um, the the next scene is Hera musing that she should delay the mission and stay with Ezra. So she's gonna go off and lead this mission now. And Kane's like, no, no, don't worry about it. I got a plan. And so we see Hera take off in the ghost, and she is going on uh, the mission that Ezra was initially gonna lead. Uh, but Sabine is also staying back now. Um. So I don't know. It was charming though, Hera. You know, like just being like, I, I don't want to leave him. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know. She's totally the mom. She is totally Ezra's mom at this point. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, but Kanan has a plan. Um, so Kanan goes up and talks to Sabine, and he tells her, like, hey, I need you to do something with that. He's got Ezra's wrist tracker. <laughs> yeah. Kanan turns into a mom in the suburbs. Yeah. I'm going to put an air, an air tag on, yeah. on Ezra. So Ezra's, like, wrist communicator thing, like his fucking Starfleet-issued communicator. Um, he wants her to put a tracker on it without him knowing about it. So that's the mission he is giving to Sabine. Um, but Kanan is going to take Ezra somewhere with somebody who might be able to shed some light on these force visions that he's having or these force panic attacks, I guess. Um, so who could it be? If you're on Adelon and you want to go talk force, you want to go chop up and talk some fucking force with somebody, let's take a listen. Bendu. I knew we were coming. He's back. Yes. You're not exactly quiet creatures. God, Bendu fucking rules. <laughs> I happening. love Bendu. The dark side wielder I told you about. The one who wanted to join the holocrons together. I've seen him here on Adelon. I warned you. Joining the holocrons together could bring both great wisdom and great danger. I know. I felt their power. This is a longer clip, And I by did the way. see things, but my vision... It was incomplete. Incomplete? Yeah, I let go before either of us got the answer. It's like you never heard that word before. And then the holocrons were destroyed. Well, that's not good. What do you mean, that's not good? What can we do? What do you want to do? I want to stop seeing Maul. Then don't turn around. It's literally Maul in the flesh. For a second, I just thought Bendu was playing a prank. Yeah. Like, ah, gotcha. <laughs> Bendu, what should we do? This is a strange place. So remote. Oh, yes. The Empire will have a difficult time finding you here. You think they I They ignited both their sabers. Fight. I came here to speak. With my apprentice. We are He's not your apprentice. Yet. How did you find me? When you abruptly severed our connection with the Holocron, you mixed up the information. You learned a bit of what I want to know, and I learned a bit of what you wanted to know. But they were fragments 
memories left in my mind. Like the location of our base. <laughs> yes. Very good how you do learn fast, Apprentice. Look, I, I can't make sense of what I saw. I couldn't even describe it if I wanted to. That is why you need to come with me, so I can retrieve the answers which are just out of reach. So you get your answers, but what do we get out of it? I will keep your rebel base secret. No deal. You're not walking off this rock in one piece. <laughs> I have planted a beacon nearby. Strike me down and it will activate, revealing your presence to the Empire. You have knowledge that is rightfully mine. I have knowledge that you want. The key to defeating the Sith. What I propose will satisfy us both. All right. Ezra, you're not doing this. He's going to expose Chopper base. We'll move, build a new base. Maul won't hurt me, Kanan. He needs me. Besides, this might be our last chance to learn the secret of how we can destroy the Sith. I got an idea. I do not like this, but we don't really have a choice, do we? I'm gonna trust you on this. All right, we have a deal. All right. So, the unholy alliance is back at it again. <laughs> yes. Do you think? Do you think we're? This is kind of like the groundhog coming out and seeing its shadow. Are we gonna get like six more months of angry Ezra or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I thought he was gone, but I kind of feel like, uh oh man, bad things happen to Ezra and Maul's around. Do you remember when they were buddies <laughs> for like an episode? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, surprise! Like Kanan's taking this surprisingly well, considering that Maul is the one that took his vision from. Him. It's so crazy to think about that we have just Maul talking to two Jedi. Yeah, you know, just having a comp. For it's so wild, like where the universe was and where it ends up once the Empire takes power, and just like all the fucking you know inconvenient alliances and yeah. just all these things that have been taking place. And in the Clone Wars, you saw it happen too. Uh, just, you know, weird team-ups and stuff. And yep. it's, it's interesting. I still, I want to know what happened with Maul and Black Sun. Is that, wait, is it Black Sun? What's the, the crime syndicate that he's leading at the end of Solo? Well, I know like the Pikes report to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it the Black Sun? I don't know. But no, the whatever. Black Sun reports to him. That's the Black Sun is where he wins down. Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn. Yeah. Um, I want to know what happened with him in that. Because he was the head of the this crime syndicate. And then the next time we see him is when Ezra meets him. I think there's comics that cover a lot of it. Yeah. Um, because there's a Crimson Dawn. I think it's called the Crimson Rain series. Okay. Ties in with like the Vader series. Um, I don't know. I mean, I buy a lot of the comics. I haven't in a while. But I just, I kind of was like, I like buying them. And then I did read all the High Republic ones, which was great. But um, I'm not really up to date on that. But they do focus on, like, Kira and a lot of that stuff. You know, they really set up, at the end of Solo, they really set it up for more storytelling there. And we just... I'd love to get more. God, it would be great. Yeah. yeah I mean, you want to do all these series. Like, how about a Kira series? You can flesh that out some more in her relationship with Maul and just all that or going another forward. another Solo movie. I yeah. quite enjoyed that movie. I don't, did it? Did it tank? It didn't tank. I, I, I don't mean, it made think, money. It I don't didn't think, make as much as they had hoped. That's what it was. I don't yeah. think it did as well, and I don't think the reviews were as good as they were hoping for. Yeah. Well, 
I don't know. I mean, they made Eternals and they're still pumping out Marvel movies. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I had no interest in seeing that. <laughs> I started to watch it um, and get very far. Yeah. It's like three hours long, yeah. too. Yeah. I don't know. I like there I'm sure we've said it before, I'm not in my Marvel era right now. I know. Like Marvel is not activated. There's there have been trailers dropping for Secret Invasion. I have no fucking interest. Yeah. The Marvels. The yeah. trailer came out today. Haven't watched it yet. Yeah, all that Brie Larson though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh she's a tasty one. She is a treat. Just wait until X Men gets introduced. Yeah. Which apparently there's going to be introduced in the new Captain America movie, I think. Now, didn't what is it? Jonathan Majors is the current projected big baddie, right? I think. Yes. He was in the Ant Man, latest Ant Man yes. movie. But now he got. Didn't he just do some fucked up? He shit? got some like assault charges brought up. So I don't know if that's in the air now. I saw I some tweet where he had released like text messages of him and his accuser who was accusing him as it's domestic assault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, they don't really. All they do is make him look bad, and he's releasing them. Yeah, I know nothing about that. Like the tw- the the tw- the pictures that he, the screenshots that he posted or had his PR person post were just kind of like maybe uh, we he- had an agreement that you wouldn't release information or something like that. Like, oh, so we're supposed to feel bad for this victim? Maybe he is just chaotic evil. He's like seeing how deep he can dig his hole. I don't know, man. I don't, they're going to have to, you know, get him with like Ezra Miller and do some sort of buddy <laughs> cop movie. Just the worst people, man. I don't know. I, I think these are all accusations at this point. But like I saw this tweet and the pictures and it's like, dude, these screenshots don't exactly paint you in a good light. Yeah. Um, anyways, whatever. People are nuts. Uh, what are we talking about there? Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Solo Maul. It's crazy that he's teaming up with Jedi. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but Ezra's going off with Maul. And I, it's very weird. I can't imagine. I'm shocked that Kanan allows this. Well, I think if he he's just acting like, all right, well, I don't like it, but I'll let you. Well, he's got a just plan. Just because he has the tracker yeah. on him. Yeah. If he didn't have the tracker on him, I feel like Kanan would definitely not let him go. Now, but did Kanan know that Maul was just going to show up? I have no idea. Did he predict that Bendu was going to say something like, well, you got to go find Maul and commune with him because you got this bond now. It is great that Bendu just disappears like that, too. <laughs> God, Bendu rocks. <laughs> he does. Bendu might be the best character they've introduced in this series. Ah. ah he's very cool. Um, so, uh, we see Kanan returning to the base. Um, he comes in on a really cool fucking motorbike <laughs> <laughs> speeder. Um it's a once again like the fold up ones from the fucking mortar. God, arc. those are my favorite. <laughs> they just put away. Looks like something out of the Jetsons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aaron Obi Wan came down and he was just <laughs> doing, doing pull cor- three sixty. Going the corkscrew. <laughs> <laughs> those speeders are like literally like a briefcase yeah. that you attach handlebars to. He literally could have just gone straight down. But no, Obi-Wan is such a fancy lad that he did he did like four full rotations around this cavern. Um But yeah, so um Sabine's got the tracking device activated. They hop in the Phantom and head out. Good thing Hera didn't take the Phantom. Yeah. Very, very nice. Well, it must have been part of Kane's plan. He told her I gotta have the Phantom. Um, so we get to Ezra and Maul, and they arrive at Dothramir, and that is gonna bring us to our next clip. So they're going to Dothramir.
Um, Dothamira, one of my favorite planets. Getting to play that in Fallen Order, that's when it hit me. I was like, I fucking love this game. Yeah, I knew I that's the part that would Dothamira. steal it. And we meet Marin, who, <laughs> who spoil... I, I don't know. I got to read the novel. I still haven't read the Battle Scars novel, but I think it's implied that she's bisexual. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I don't know if maybe she's a lesbian. If she's a lesbian, I don't like my chances. <laughs> well, yeah. If she's bisexual, I don't like my chances. I can't compete with a woman. No, of course not. No. You know, it's kind of like Elaine said. You don't have access to the parts. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, you don't know what's Somebody going on. Somebody has access there. and practices with yeah. the toolkit at home. Yeah. So I... I don't. I don't like my chances either way, but I, I feel like she's gonna still get into the polycule, and maybe she won't like me in the relationship. That's fine. That's fine. Um, they can't all love me because it's, they all love me right open, now. It's open, so she can yeah. come and go as she pleases. Yeah, it's open door policy there. Um, but it's gonna be our next clip as Maul and Ezra are landing on Dothramir. If this is your home, where are your people? Where is everybody? Where's the clapper? Last survivor. My family, the Night Sisters, were killed. Masterful witches they were. A threat to the Empire. I know that you can relate. These witches, they used the Force? Some aspect, yes. But it was their connection to this planet that made them strong. That is why we are here, to perform some old magic. Yes, everything that we need lies within the cave. It's good to be I'm back not in the going caves. Any further until you tell me how this works. The only way to access the knowledge we seek is to merge our minds again. The effect will only last a moment. Just enough time for each of us to find the answers to our questions. Trust me, Ezra. I only want the answers I deserve. Nothing more. What do we have to do? Come. So they go in. They're gonna go. Uh, Maul's got like a bedroom I there. Have gathered many <laughs> things. Yeah. Snacks. It looks like a dorm room. <laughs> yeah. Look at all this junk. They're Do oh. not touch anything. These are artifacts from my past, from a time when my power was almost absolute. Get away from there! Is that a lightsaber? Indeed. It's the dark saber. Yes, but not like any that you would know. If your Mandalorian friend was here, <laughs> she could explain it to you. Okay, so in Maul's little dorm room here, he has various trinkets that he's collected over the years. I think I think weird spider guy Maul is slowly returning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all he needs is like a snake friend, and he'll never leave that room again. <laughs> That's all. All yeah. he needed was that guy to pop up morally. Yeah. <laughs> um. But okay, so you may have heard me just mix that in quick. But in addition to the dark saber, there, he does have a memento of tremendous clone cast proportions. <laughs> The painting of the one and only Duchess. He's got a Duchess poster up on yes. his wall like she's Farrah Fawcett. And it's the one that was in the Sundari throne room. Yes. Oh, that's Susanna Hoffs. Oh! Um, but yeah, so 
uh that was an awesome cool little thing to see and it's it's a little preview of dark side but he has like a black mark across her neck and yeah. her eyes so it looks like he like scalded it with a lightsaber or slashed at it he's yeah he's out there man he is out there um but there's a lot of good just kind of nuggets in there yeah um and so, yeah, I mean, he's not actively using the Darksaber anymore. I mean, because he's like, that's when things were blah, blah, blah. I had actual power. So clearly not the, <laughs> you know, he's got nothing going on. He's on falling quite a ways. He's falling quite a bit. He's uh, he's taken to hanging out at old Sith temples, waiting for young upstart Jedi to come along <laughs> and try to tempt them with the dark side. Um, so uh, it's at this point, though, that we see the Phantom arriving on Dothamir. Uh, we get back to Maul and they've gone out to the main altar that we've come so familiar that's where they brought uh oh poor old fucking uh what's his face um god damn man i can't remember anything who are you talking about hey, the guy mal's brother oh savage yeah savage Press. yeah that's where they bought savage Press. um we've seen a lot of incantations done there from the night sisters and so they go there and Maul <laughs> This is where he choked his brother to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor brother. Yeah, yeah. I really want to see the clapper again. <laughs> Viking guy. Yeah. <laughs> you think Maul ever climbed up the mountains to talk to <laughs> Clapper guy? It's just like, man, I miss the ladies. I'm I'm living in the old caves. You should come down sometime. We can watch a game together. <laughs> and Clapper's just like, yeah, you know, uh, job's a hassle and the kid's got the flu. <laughs> yeah, it was sure nice talking to you, Maul. It was sure nice talking to you. Nobody will watch a game with Maul. Um, but anyway, so he's on this altar, this famous altar, and he's prepping um, this spell. He's got some cups out. He's pouring some hooch. Um, and <laughs> he pours out some hooch for both him and Ezra. And he's like, all right, we got to drink it. And Ezra's like, hey, you drink it first. Good, good choice, Ezra. Good choice. Yeah. Maul slams it. Um, then Ezra starts to drink it and slams it. They're working with the magics. Yeah, the magics. And their eyes start glowing green <laughs> and smoky green. <laughs> yeah. They look like Ghost Rider. Um, so as this is going on, Sabine and Kanan arrive outside the entrance, and it's implied that they're going to run in there. Um, and so, but Maul and Ezra are now under the, the, the spell or whatever the fuck you want to call it, and they start asking questions of the Night Sister spirits. Um, and. You know, you hear about two sons, um, and you hear uh, Maul start saying, oh, it ends where it begins, the two sons. And They're peering into yeah. each other's minds. And, and Ezra's yeah. like, he's alive. He's alive. Now, so this information that they got, was it like, was it buried deeply? Like, they, the only way to access it is through this commune? Well, Maul, is, Maul said that when they did their little ceremony about joining the holocrons together, um, Ezra got pieces of what Maul wanted to know, and Maul got pieces of what Ezra wanted to know. Why couldn't they just tell each other? I don't know. Was it just <laughs> was it just kind of lame dormant? That wouldn't provide anything for the story. Okay. Yeah, probably dormant or buried somewhere. It's so the shingles. This is the uh, yeah. this is the way that he decided to access and merge that information. But as we know, he very clearly, vividly remembers that Kenobi is alive. Yes. Because he ran out of there, and Ezra kind of got... He got that bit, but he had no fucking idea where he was. No. Ezra's the one that found out about the twin yeah. sons. But I remember when he flew off in his gauntlet in that episode, he was just, like, hysterically laughing that he's alive. Yeah. And you know what? It's kind of weird, because that might be his kind of weird, chaotic craziness showing here. 
Like his obsession has re- begun anew. Oh yeah, you know, and he's just completely just let it go, man. Whatever he had built, whatever worlds he had built for himself or any kind of normalcy was immediately thrown out the window due to his fucking bloodlust well, over Obi- Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's weird because he said in Clone Wars when we first like meet him again, he said that like his vengeance is the thing that kept him alive yeah. throughout the years. Just the thought of revenge against Obi-Wan is the yes. thing that drove him forward. So it kept him alive. It, but once he got to the point where he's like mastering a crime syndicate, like the best revenge is living well, man. Like, you yeah. can let it go at that point. No. But, yeah. And then, you know, when he thought Keno- the, you know, the prospects of Kenobi were gone, he immediately turned to, you know, Palpatine. Yeah. And, you know, that that's his, his goal is to overthrow them and Vader. And, and then as soon as he finds out Kenobi's alive, though, he just completely abandons that whole idea. Yeah. And now he's all in on finding Back Kenobi. So, yeah. Um, so, um, it's at this point that the ritual is ended and some people show up. Let's take a listen. Of course, it ends where it becomes a desert planet with twin suns. He's alive. All roads lead I, I, back I, I to can't Tatooine he's alive. Star Wars. Spirits begin arriving. It is time. Night Sister Spirits. Our debt. Wait, 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 what's happening? What is that? Hey, aren't you? The spirits of the Night Sisters must be compensated for the use of their magic. So pay them and let's get out of here. Is our flesh and blood. Don't let them touch you! Now you tell me! Ezra! Hey, Kanan and Sabine, stay back! Kanan and Sabine show up. They run in and start shooting. This is their first time on Dathomir, right? Or am I yeah. forgetting? Like, Kanan, Kanan and Sabine run into this thing like nothing. It's like they landed on Tatooine. It's yeah. like one of the spookiest planets you would ever come across and there's not yeah and the planet not is one comment on like boy this is a little creepy huh? the planet is entrenched in the dark side <laughs> yes like there's no way Kanan lands there is like this is good yeah you know um i don't know i'd be interested to know how much Kanan knows about the the night sisters dothramir right because he was like what 12 when depa balaba died yes he was Maybe young. even younger than that yeah he was he's you know a padawan yeah. and um he survived Order 66, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine Depa Balaba in his trains like, okay, so there's this faction of uh, witches over on Dothramir um, called the Night Sisters, and uh, they're led by Mother Talzin. <laughs> that, was an, like, that was an elective at the Jedi Temple that yeah. he didn't have to take. <laughs> yeah. Witches of the Mist. <laughs> <laughs> Who would be the professor for that? Ooh, that's a good one. Witches of the Mist. How about that weird snake guy with the hair? <laughs> yeah. Oppo Rancis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I want it to be. I want it to be upside down at sore face guy. <laughs> yeah. The guy that's upside down triangle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like something out of a Silent Hill game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. I want that guy to be it. So many weird Jedi. <laughs> it's just fucking wild, man. Um, dude, we didn't even talk 
like properly in the Mandalorian for the second week of row about the, the, some of the aliens that are at the tables. Oh, dude, they rule. We did. The Athorian historian is going to lose his fucking mind. I know. I know. The Snivian. Yep. Wow. We got an Athorian too. Yeah, that's why the Athorian historian yeah. loses mind because we didn't even mention it. Dude, the the I gotta tell him. Just like background aliens, this is not really a spoiler at all for Mandalorian. Background aliens in season three, fucking home run. Yeah. Dude. Yep. So many. This table in the latest episode had like every fucking alien you could ever want to see. Not just species, but fucking droids, too. Yes. Dumpy droid. That bar they went into? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Did you see gold? The, the menagerie of droids <laughs> that were in there? Did you see the gold dumpy droid? Yes, of course I did. He fucking rocked. He was carrying a large plate. Yeah. Hey, do you think he was bringing Jogan fruit? <laughs> do did they look like the type of uh, high they society snobs did. to enjoy? Yes, yes Jogan fruit. Um. Okay. Uh. But yeah. So Sabine and Kanan run in just like, and they start shooting at spirits. It's very comical. It just goes right. Obviously, it just goes right through them. Um. And the Night Sisters then approach them and possess them. Um. And they're, uh, they kind of just go over by the altar and just kneel down. It's very spooky. It is very spooky. Like, they just stop their activity. They solemnly walk over and just kneel down by the altar. Um, it's that point that um, Ezra walks up to them and he's like, guys, you know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And they wake up and sure enough, they immediately start attacking. Um, so Kanan busts out his saber, possess Kanan busts out his saber and attacks Maul. Sabine attacks Ezra. Um, she's got the akimbo perk and is going after him with two, two yeah. blasters. Yep. Um, so Ezra's just deflecting Sabine's shots. Um, he's yelling at Maul. He's like, you better not hurt him. Um, and Maul's like, I know how to save them. Follow me. And they begin to run out of the cave. Um, they get chased all the way to the entrance of the cave. They get outside. They jump out there and they stop pursuing. They just kind of stop right at the entrance of the cave. It's like the, uh, it's like the fucking uh, the Will Smith movie with the fucking. The, I am legend. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The just, sunlight can't. Yeah, touch the him. sunlight. They're just standing in the shadows, yeah. just like <laughs> the one gets like antsy and tries to run and he, like burns ah! alive. And he's like, <laughs> 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 um, I like that movie. That movie's great. It is a good movie. When I don't starts, usually like zombies. When he starts yelling at the mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of Last of Us, I would say that's my second favorite zombie thing. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's good. Um, but um, yeah. So they stop pursuing and um. That is going to lead us to our next clip. Wait, why are they coming after us? The altar is the source of their power. They cannot venture beyond the cave. It is unfortunate about your friends, Ezra. But this, this is your opportunity to embrace your destiny. As my apprentice. I told you that is never going to happen! Forget the past! Forget your memories! Forget your the Dalai Lama when the kid won't bite his tongue. He's got some real Kylo energy here. Yes. Two sons. We can walk that path together! As friends! As brothers! My friends are trapped in there because of us! I can't just leave them! You disappoint me! 
Ezra Bridger. <laughs> Maul gets on his gauntlet and leaves. So, I mean, he's not... He's got what he wants. He's going to leave. I mean, he, you know. I'm still confused why Maul is surprised that Ezra is, like, not joining him. Like, Ezra has not given given one signal that he would even be somewhat interested in abandoning his family. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it kind of speaks to the depression that is Maul. Yeah. He's just delusional at this point. He is delusional, and he's getting crazier by the day, but... You know, when he said brother, I think it's that, like, Savage Press size hole in his heart. Yeah. Like, he actually was, like, really impacted by that, I think. And he's been alone in the galaxy for 20 years. How long has it been? He, they re he really should fly back before he goes to find Obi-Wan. Uh, he really should fly back to that junkyard planet and find that spider body that he was living in for all those years. <laughs> yeah. Check that thing out. Um, but... I don't know, man. It's it's. I think it just talks about like Maul's character. It says a lot about him. He's sad. Yeah, he's very sad, and he's alone. And then when he gets rebuffed there by Ezra, he immediately puts up his front. And he's just like you disappoint me. Yeah, you know, and he laughs. It's whatever. But it's all a front to this very sad individual who has no one, and all throughout his life, anybody that's ever gotten close to him has died. Um, any kind of bond he's ever had has been ripped from him. And the only thing he really has to hold on to anymore is Kenobi. Yeah. That's it. The fact that Kenobi's alive, that's all he has. Yep. It's very depressing. Yeah, it, like companionship is the one thing that might get him out of it. If he could yeah. find someone like Savage or if he had the Night Sisters to fall yeah, back on. Yeah, and I think... That's what he wants ultimately from Ezra. Like, yeah, he calls him his apprentice and stuff, but I think he just wants a friend. Yeah. This is why young, lonely men are the most dangerous creatures on the planet. Yeah. They're very lonely. Yeah. I feel like Maul at this point on his way to Tatooine, if he's scrolling online, would be susceptible to like Andrew Tate at yeah. this point. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's sad though, man. And it's kind of like the Joker. Like, let's say the Joker killed Batman. What's the Joker going to do then? He's he a, doesn't want yeah. it. He needs him. Yeah. And he needs Kenobi, and he doesn't even realize yeah. it, you know? Um, but, yeah, so Maul's heading out, and Ezra's going back into the cave. Um, but it's yeah. crazy how it all goes back to Tatooine. Always. So much shit on that planet. Skywalkers. Yep. It's the damn Skywalkers. Um, so we see Ezra reenter the cave, and he's just like, well, I'll just draw him outside. He's talking to himself. And um, we see Sabine up in the shadows of the rafters of the cave. Um, and she has the Darksaber. She's jumping around like a ring-tailed lemur. Yeah. <laughs> Rolly boy would be proud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's got the Darksaber out. Um, we see um, she jumps down, dives at him, and they start fighting. Um, so Ezra turns and runs toward the entrance of the cave. He does some nifty moves, and he's able to start force-pushing Sabine outside. Um, she does start clawing the ground and screaming hysterically. Um but he is able to eventually force push Sabine outside and the spirit leaves her and just flies back into the cave. Um, it's at this point that Ezra says, hey, stay here. I'm heading back in. And she's like, well, aren't they just going to possess you? He's like, I'm counting on it. So he's got a plan. 
Um, we get to the altar, and Canaan is sitting there, and he's got his green eyes, and he is meditating on the altar. Um, Ezra starts talking to spirits like, you don't want him. It's my debt to pay. Please let him go. Um, and the spirit's like, Maul promised us flesh and blood. And he's like, okay, well, then just have me. And they go, perhaps if you prove to be stronger. So they want the stronger, fitter body. Who's going to win this battle? Um, I can't imagine Kanan's at, like, full strength being possessed. Yeah. You know? Um, so, but Kanan uh, and Ezra, Kanan attacks Ezra. Um, there's a little bit of lightsaber back and forth. But ultimately, Ezra uses the force and knocks down Kanan. And he reiterates to the spirits that, like, you want me, you know. Um, and the spirit releases Kanan. Um, Ezra tells Kanan to get the hell out of there as he kind of slowly comes to. Um, and we see more and more spirits surrounding the altar and Ezra. And Kanan's just getting out of there. And um, the spirits are about to possess Ezra. And he's like, nah, I don't think so. He takes the dark saber, which he has in his hands after disarming Sabine and his lightsaber, and just cuts into the altar. The altar explodes, and the spirits dissipate. Um, Something tells me it wouldn't be that easy. Like, there had to be some kind of fail-safe that yeah. Mother Tall's and put into place. Yeah, but then again, at the same time, like, they have been... They've fallen from power 15 yeah, years now. Like, Mother Tall's and died... Grievous was alive when Mother Tall. Yeah, Grievous killed her. He's the one that genocided most of the Night Sisters. Yes, and then Grievous killed her. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a long time um, since any of them have any kind of you know foot in the yeah. real world in this realm. So maybe and it's they're only just... a twenty-two minute episode or whatever. So yeah. we only got so much. They time. did pack quite a bit into this. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so. The altar explodes, spirits dissipate, Ezra heads back outside, and he's going to have a chat with Kanan and Sabine, who are finally coming to and are themselves fully again. So let's take a listen. It's going to bring us to the end of the episode. Kanan, I'm here. This is the last time we're working with Maul. I sure hope so. Sabine, I told you to stay outside. Hey, I've never listened to you before. Why start now? Well, was it worth it? Did you find out what you wanted to know? Yes. The answer to my question of how to destroy the Sith is Obi-Wan Kenobi. You think he's still alive? He must be. But Kanan, Maul's also looking for him. So he knows where he is now. The Holocron didn't tell us that. It just told us a planet with two suns. Well, that hardly narrows it down. Well, we're gonna have to figure it out, because if we don't find Master Kenobi before Maul, there won't be any way to stop the Sith. Okay, so at the end of the clip there, uh, Sabine is in the cave as they walk off, and she notices the Darksaber there. Goes, picks it up, and takes uh, possession of it, and that brings us to the end of the episode. So Sabine has the Darksaber. Things are happening. Back in Mandalore hands. Yeah. So, um, that is the end of the episode. Uh, Visions and Voices, Season 3, Episode 11. Adam, what does IMDb give us for a rating? IMDb is giving Visions and Voices an 8.5. Okay. So, quite the uptick. Yeah. Uh, it's quite the uptick for me as well. Um, it's... I think we're getting back on track now. You love this magics shit. I do love the magics. Um, 
I'm going to go with the score I don't think I've ever given before. I'm going to go with an 8.25. Oh. I don't think I've ever done the 2.5. I've done .5, but never done 2.5. So, um, no, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I like the lore stuff. Um, I kind of wish it was longer, to be honest. Yeah. I think they could have done more with that there, and it just kind of felt a little rushed for me. Um, that being said, uh, I did enjoy the entire episode, so I was having fun the whole time. So... Very strong episode. The best one in a while. Um, yeah, very good. Yeah. 8.25. What do you got? Similarly, I'm right there with you. I went 7.5. So same as last week. But it did My the same. My new 0.25 now puts us 0.75 off as opposed <laughs> yeah. to 0.5 off. Yeah. But it did the same thing as last week. It's like adding to the story. It's it's great. I love the lore building and world building and yeah. going back to characters and Dothamir and that type of thing. It's very, very cool. Dothamir feels like home. Yeah. The line's going to break. Uh, I should honor the one and only sub, uh, not Savage Press. No. Asajj Ventress. I don't know how you do what you do. I'm so in love with you. You can't not think of her uh, when you're on Dothamir. Sad being on Dothamir without her. Yeah. Now, the voices, I should have looked this up prior to the episode, but is that Nika Futterman? No, it's not. No Nika? No, no Nika. Huh. It's actually uh, an actress, Meredith Salinger. J.D. Salinger's daughter. M- must be. Yep. And there's only one family of Salingers. Dad wrote a shit book that I was forced to read in high school. <laughs> that book, I mean, if Adam is calling your book shit, this that, man doesn't even read. <laughs> that was a bait and switch if I ever read one. Yeah, I don't know. I reread it a couple years ago. Yeah, any better second time around? Yeah. No, same, same, same as when I read it when I was like in seventh grade. The only analysis I can provide is fucking Holden Caulfield. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, he he's was so annoying, unbearable. <laughs> yeah, he's he, he but he's unbearable. Oh, we're, we're, talking, we're talking about the catcher, catcher in the, the rye. rye. Yeah, J.D. Salinger, uh, hu- uh, father of the voice actress who played uh, Night Sister Spirits. Apparently. Could have had Nika Futterman, but you go with the daughter of the guy who wrote the most boring acclaimed novel of all time. I was so fucking furious when I read that because it was a book that I like had heard about before yeah, reading. So I was, was like supposed to be excited, like, oh, man, this must be really good if I've yeah. like, heard of it. It's one of those books where you just know the name through osmosis and just being in the zeitgeist. It's just I, like of Mice and Man. Yeah. And, you know, these novels. It's one of those ones. And then I kept reading it and as I kept getting further and further in the book. I kept being like, all right, well, I'm already halfway through the book. Something's bound to happen any at any point in time here. Yeah, I really... And then I got like three quarters of the way through and I was like, this there has to be some kind of twist in yeah. here. I'm a completionist, so I did finish it. And then nothing happened. No. Whatsoever. But when I reread it recently, because I was just I was like, maybe it will hit better in adulthood, you know, and you'll just kind of respect it more. I I mean the characters are well written. Yeah. But he's just holding Caulfield, the main character. it got to the point where there's a part where he goes to like a movie with one of these girls that he knows um and he just like i don't really like her but i was bored i don't really like the movies but i was bored so i did this anyways and i was just like this is this is insufferable at this point it's definitely one of those books that i'm sure is written very well and the author wrote it masterfully yeah but it suffers from the main character being an absolute (laughs) douchebag yes it's hard to appreciate it 
I mean, if apathy is your thing and just kind of like general nihilism and yeah. just not caring about anything, maybe you bond with Holden Coffee. But I hated those. I couldn't really relate to him, though. I hated those fucks in high school. Like, I went to school with those fucks. What, just apathetic? Just apathetic, like, too cool, calling everybody phonies, like those types of dudes. Had a skateboard. <laughs> yeah. Did they have skateboards? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I got to get choker necklaces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the blood in your eyes. You just have a rage right now. <laughs> you want to release? I've been playing God of War. Adam wants to release his Spartan rage <laughs> on the drifters of his high school. Um, I'm curious though. Now, what was the guy's name that gave out parking tickets in your in your Charlie? Charlie. Yeah. Did Charlie hate the skaters? <laughs> he drove around in his Caprice Classic, <laughs> putting boots on. Are we Caprice or Crown Vic? It was one of those two. Did he hate the skaters though? Oh, I'm sure. Call the cops on him or something. Yeah, it was yeah. our ALC, our our like our alternative school that they sent all the troubled kids to, <laughs> was like on the other end of the building. Wait, is that those ones in the back that are kind of like trailers? Kind uh, well, some schools do that. This yeah. was I like it. It still was attached to the building. It okay. was just like like a different wing. <laughs> I just know that school, and I think they have like some trailers. I don't know what they use them for. I don't think those were there when I was there. Okay. But uh, there was a weird alley or like a weird like path between like the ALC kids and like this alley in the like neighboring neighborhood. Yeah. That they would always try to like lose Charlie so they could go smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, so they're just kept in the back of the school. Yeah. Okay. It's like the kids that it was like, like, all right, you're not going to graduate. We, we got to do something with you. Go here. You could work. You can do workbooks and maybe, <laughs> maybe graduate. Yeah. Now, did they have like, uh, was it kind of like walking through a city and just going through various neighborhoods where you're like in the rich neighborhood and like, was the rich neighborhood like hacky sack? And then you slowly <laughs> transitioned into the skateboarders. The tracks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You went from Tiva Sandals to Dirty Adidas Superstars? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's enough about whatever fucking school that was. I forget what it was called. Sibbles. Simley. Okay. Whatever. Um, you a proud grad? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> it's supposedly a very good school. I, I hated school. You go to any of the reunions? Fuck no. Okay. It was funny. Our class president was a... Uh, <laughs> I don't think she was the most popular of girls, um, but it, like as an adult, I think she came into her own and she like at least Facebook update wise, like went to a lot of the same like bars and restaurants and stuff that I would go to. So yeah. not ones that most of our former classmates frequent. So when she went to do our <laughs> not that one B-52s. <laughs> so when she went to do our 10 year reunion, she she tried hosting it at brit's pub in downtown minneapolis which is a nicer establishment it's great they got lawn on the on but the i ceiling. don't think one person rsvp'd so oh, she no. ended up moving the 10-year reunion to dracula's bowling alley in invergrove heights <laughs> oh no and it got a much bigger turnout <laughs> <laughs> i've been to dracula's once yeah no oh, not my kind of place it would be a high school reunion if i went there oh yeah 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 um, dude, my last high school reunion was at the Green Mill in Oakdale. Oh, yeah. You get a flatbread pizza? <laughs> <laughs> so uncomfortable, dude. 
I just like leached on to two other people that were both as uncomfortable as me, and we just sat at the table. I have and no desire to see any of those people again in my life. That was my last. <laughs> I'm yep. not going to anymore. I don't care. Okay, so a eight point two five and a seven point five. Always look on the light side of life. <laughs> Light side moment of the episode. Um, I got to go with Motherly Hera. Uh, Motherly Hera. Yeah. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. It's moments like this where she's so pure and so genuine as a person that I don't know, man. She's just a great character. Yeah. I just really like Hera yeah. as a character. She's an actual leader. Yeah. So. Um, I'm going with motherly Harrison Dula. What do you got for your light side? My light side was actually seeing Ezra be effective for once. Like we've shit on him quite frequently for being whiny and like not doing much, but he actually like put a plan together and followed it very effectively. Okay. When it came to like once Maul left and oh, that, Sabine yeah, I mean, and yeah. Kanan are still possessed. Figuring yeah. out how to get them back all on his own. Now, let's say, I know it wouldn't happen, but let's say Kanan trusted Ezra fully with this. Or He'd even, like, fucked. for some reason felt like, oh, Maul won't do anything. We'll just let him go. Yeah. I wonder what, what, what was Maul's plan then. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, I don't know. He just leaves him on Dothamir. <laughs> Ezra's just hanging out on Dothamir. Yeah, like, oh, nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Sends out a fucking signal to get picked up, but he's got like two, three days of travel <laughs> or something that he's got to wait for. Fucking goes into the wild looking for food, runs into the clapper. <laughs> I guess I'll open up one of these weird flower pods. Yeah. <laughs> him and the clapper bond. <laughs> yeah. Teaches him about clapping. Yeah. Very cool. Um, okay, uh, so that is your light side moment of the episode. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Yep. A dark side moment for a dark side planet. Okay, dark side moment of the episode. Do you got one? Yeah. I went Go with for the it. Slash Duchess poster. Okay. Because it's such a beautiful poster, and you could tell that Maul, like, sure. is going out of his fucking mind. Okay. I like that. Um, I'm going to kind of go in around the same path. Just the obvious descent of Maul into madness once again. Not that he ever was the most sane character. Right. But you can tell, like, the guardrails are getting taken off. The grip of reality that he started to get a hold of is fading away very fast. And he's very close to just being completely gone again. Yeah. So I'm just going to go with Maul's descent into madness. It's like, unfortunately, you hear those stories about people who are like, who have bipolar disorder or borderline personality disorder and like are on medication for it and get it to the point where they're feeling like much better <laughs> yeah. and they get feeling so much better that they're like, I feel great. I don't need medication anymore. And then they like go off of their medication. Yes. That's like what Maul is experiencing. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, The Descent of Maul. We're kind of both on the same page there. Um, Alrighty. Where did my dark horse go? There it is. <laughs> Thank you, Rex. Oh, yeah. You gotta get it up. You gotta get it up. Chee! Butter! 
Mandy. Get it on, Mandy. Get it on. Got to get it on, Mandy. Help me, Dennis Prager. I'm being canceled. Gina Crown will come on the podcast. Bob Bryan, Gina Grad, you're fired. Gina Crown will come on the podcast. Help me, Dennis Prager. I'm being canceled. Okay. Dark Horse Hero of the episode. Um, I'm going to go AP5. AP5, yeah. I love that I sassy almost, droid. I almost gave it to him. He was. Uh, it was a lovely little cameo appearance, just giving Sabine a hard time about the number of proton torpedoes. He's that not she's taking no lip. Yeah, nah. He's the master of supplies. Love, he knows what's going on with the supplies. I love Sabine talking about like him and Chopper being so similar. Yeah, because they are buddies. They're friends. They are friends. Um, Chopper did grow a heart when he met AP Five. So um, AP Five is my dark horse. Who's yours? I'm gonna go with. Uh, Old Daka and Mother Towson. Okay. Just because they're very effective ladies. Yeah. The way that they're setting up these spells and things that pop up even long after all of them are dead. Spirits are interesting. I was trying to make it out like if they were trying to, dis, you know, signify a specific night sister. And like one of them kind of had the weird, yeah, the weird collar of yep. Mother Towson, but it. It's I think they were just tell. generic Night yeah. Sister spirits. And then one of them kind of looked like a Daka, old yep. Daka, a little bit, but I don't know. I think they were just more of, uh, you know, I, I, I can't confirm, so I think it was just generic. Yeah. It was cool. Yep. It was really cool. Um, Alrighty then. The Clone Cast presents Power Rankings. All right, it's time for the weekly power rankings. This is where we rank our three favorite characters of the episode. First place gets three points, second place gets two, third place gets one. End of the day, we add them up. We're going to have a full power ranking list. There's some really weird shit on here, but let's talk about it another time. Um, okay, Adam, who is your number one all-star power ranked hero of the episode? Ezra Bridger. Oh, Ezra Bridger's getting three big points. Okay. Um, yeah, he does uh, have a pretty good episode. I'm going to go with Harrison Dula. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hera was just really um, very charming. You're a episode, sucker for a matron. I am. Uh, so Harrison Dula is getting a big three points for me. What do you got for number two? Bendu. Ah. <laughs> well, Bendu like Beckham. Is that a thing? Sure. Bend it like Beckham. Yeah. Is that what it was? Did you ever see that movie? Nope. Nope. Me either. All right. Probably have to check it out. Think Bendu makes an appearance? <laughs> That'd be great. Unlikely. <laughs> I'm also going with Bendu. <laughs> he would make a hell of a goalie. Yeah, he would. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers, this is twice the size of the net. <laughs> he just picks the soccer ball up like a pill. Yeah. Oh, man. That Bendu. He can do it all. I'm also going with Bendu. Uh, Bendu is great. Very fun. Uh, okay, who's your number three? AP5. AP5. <laughs> AP5. Is Ahsoka farting? Yeah, a few times. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering what that smell was. AP5 was, uh, like, annoying at first, but he quickly grew on me. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Sabine Wren. Nice. Uh, Sabine's getting a point for me from boldly charging in and a spirit and shooting it. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't go very well. <laughs> Went right through the thing. Right through him, but hey, you only, you only find out if you try. Yeah. So... Shoot or shoot. I'm going with Sabine Wren. Okay, so uh, no change at the top. It's still Hera in first, Ezra in second, Conchgal, and Aqualush Bull tied for third. Okay. I beg your pardon, but what do you mean? 
naked. My parts are showing. My goodness. Oh. Oh. It's a All right. Good hood time. We're on Dothmir. We're on Adalon. And we're looking for the fashion icon of the episode. Who was looking hot? All right, Adam. You got a fashion icon this week? You got, you got a good hood. I do. Who's your hood king? Or it's, queen. It's Ezra Bridger, but specifically when they pull up to Bendu, it looks like Kanan makes him wear a helmet as they're riding the bike. <laughs> Kanan is not wearing one, but for whatever reason, Ezra just has a scout trooper helmet on. It's like Kanan like, like lectured him about safety before they got on the bike. The blind man. <laughs> the blind man. I'll drive. Also, wear a helmet. You're going to need that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. Um, it's like Kanan had flashbacks to Aqualush Bull, and he was like, not happening to you. Put on a helmet. <laughs> Did you hear what friend happened to Sumar's Aqualush friend? <laughs> Sumar and Aqualush Bull both killed in um, accidents involving, uh, let's see, it was like the Imperial Transport, and then we had a motorbike, a speeder. Not good luck there. Um, man, I don't know. This was a tough one for me because this would have been the prime time for me to use Cyclops, and I used him last week. I know, week. I know. I was I like, I don't it. know if I'm going to see this guy again. I'm going to give it to him. Um, but I got to tell you, I am going to go with Pablo Picasso. <laughs> um, uh, more specifically, um, the, the painting of the Duchess in the style of Picasso that we are used to seeing in the Clone Wars and make an appearance again in Maul's weird dorm room. Um, he kind of fucked with it. It's kind of like when uh, Mr. Bean got his hands on Whistler's mother. <laughs> <laughs> the doodle. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> oh, Whistler's mother. Mm, Whistler's mother. <laughs> he replaced it with a poster from the gift shop and no one could tell the difference. <laughs> how does he, does he get varnish on it or something? Like, how does he take off the paint of her face? I, I don't remember. I think he maybe sneezed on it and like yeah, wiped and then it off. Like, yeah, he like dipped it in some varnish or something that was there and then he wiped it off yeah. or something. Oh my god. At first, it's a big blank space and he just doodles like <laughs> yeah. a stick figure face on it. <laughs> And then when that doesn't work, he takes the poster <laughs> and somehow <laughs> counterfeits well, it. The guy that he's staying with. Peter McNichol. Yeah, Peter McNichol. <laughs> yeah. They discover Mr. Bean's handiwork before, like, the opening of the display. Yeah. And he sees that Mr. Bean has drawn just, like, this large hey. nose, like, smiley ah. face on it. <laughs> And so he thinks he's going to get fired, and Mr. Bean breaks in at night and puts a poster over it. I got to watch that movie over again. <laughs> oh, man. Mr. Bean, man. We need to talk more Bean, You remember when he goes into the Mystery Mine ride, and he's all excited, but then he's bored because it's not fast enough, and he goes back <laughs> in the maintenance maintenance cabin and amps up the power, and people are <laughs> flying across the room. 
<laughs> Mr. Bean so rocks, stupid. dude. <laughs> dude, I love Mr. Bean. I do too. That Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. His- oh, I do have an update too. Uh, so Meredith Salinger. Not J.D. Salinger's daughter. I didn't think she was. No relation. But another claim to fame, she is married to someone that we all know. Okay. A stand-up comedian. Hopefully. Do you want to guess or should I just tell you? Currently married or was married? Currently married. What's her name again? Meredith Salinger. Do I like this comedian? I think so. I've had time where I did like them. Yeah. Is he married to Jim Gaffigan? No. Okay. Who? Pat Oswalt. Really? Yeah. She's married to him now? Yeah. Because Pat Oswalt's his wife former died. Former wife died uh, unexpectedly and kind of tragically. Um, and then he married Meredith pretty quickly afterwards and i think he got some like heat for it um for like being so quick but they were in love and they married and they're still married let people like process things in their own way and if they find someone that makes them happy and helps them through like shut the fuck up it's not your business how long somebody takes to move on from somebody who passed away or a breakup it's none of your fucking business people are assholes the internet sucks dude (laughs) It's seriously, it's just so diseased and stupid. Oh, by the way, we couldn't do tweet of the week this week because my bookmarks don't work anymore, apparently. <laughs> Going real well, Elon. Man's a genius. Apparently, Twitter is being sued by uh, the government of Germany because they have stricter hate speech laws than we do here. Oh, they have stricter laws about a lot of things. Yeah, for good reason. Yeah. I think they have some experience with things going awry. <laughs> um, but... Apparently, they're suing him because um, they're suing Twitter for $30 billion for repeated violations of this. And Twitter isn't even estimated to be worth $30 billion yeah. anymore. And I find that so jarring that he bought this company for, what, 44 Something like that. 50 He didn't even <laughs> want to buy it. He did it as on a joke yeah. to, like... Fuck with stock prices. Yeah. And then he got fucking. He tried to yeah. back out in the. I think it was the state of New Jersey was like, no, you, you can't have to. say. Yeah, you can't do that and manipulate the markets. That we way. are requiring yeah. you to buy this company yes. for what you offer. And apparently he set out to tank it. Yeah. Because um, I, I don't know who comes into a forty four billion dollar purchase and then just lays off half the employees. And then asks a bunch of them back. Especially most of them. That a lot of them were on the fucking engineering team. Yeah. I, it, Dude, it doesn't save bookmarks anymore. Like, random messages just disappear. Like, it, it's... I don't know. Did you pay for that blue check mark? No. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? And then did you see, like... None of these media corporations are going to pay eight bucks for this. No, of course not. The whole point of the blue check mark meant that it was the official account of something of some note. It was important, and then you fucking turned it into nothing. It's just hilarious because so many celebrities are basically giving this company content for free. And Elon turns around and is like, no, you actually have to pay to give us your free content. Yeah. And like all these celebrities like, fuck you. I don't need to do this. And there's so many other social media platforms where they can just be like, this one's my official Twitter, by the way. Like... I the the check mark was important, dude. It's so easy to like dupe people on there and stuff. And it's like 
if you have a check mark, that doesn't mean you're not like a quack, but at least you're you're a person of public note. Yeah. You know, and I just it's nuts to me that he thought, oh, well, I'll just get rid of this and this is a good idea. And then <laughs> and then when all these like official like, you know, all these news agents are like, we're not fucking paying for that. Then he's just like, oh, well, um, some of them will just keep it. But he's just not. Uh, whatever. What if he hears this and this is the thing that makes him turn it around? Like, I didn't realize that the clone cast tweet of the week was getting postponed because bookmarks are going away. I don't think he would ever listen, but I don't want him to listen. <laughs> I mean, it's just. It's the same thing with like Trump being a genius businessman. President deals. No, like, they just are liars. Yeah. No, but the thing is, like, if. If Elon Musk is a genius, then Donald Trump is a brilliant fucking business. If they're not. No. They're not. It's all a fucking front. Yeah. Like, I, it's... Whatever, man. <laughs> Our entire economy is based on a fucking pyramid scheme. Yeah. None of this means anything. <laughs> just, Twitter's worth $30 billion now. Yeah. It says who? Like, what? <laughs> I wouldn't pay... If I had... If I had $30 billion, I don't think Twitter would be the thing I'd be spending money on. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'll give you a fucking 500 mil for it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, da, 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 Go ahead. Flip over. What? The next week's title. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ooh. Thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. Okay, tagline. This is where I would predict the old Clone Wars days. They used to give us these taglines, and I would predict that episode based off of that tagline. We no longer have that luxury. Therefore, I predict the episode based off of episode title alone. So, Adam, what is our next Rebels episode? Next week's episode is entitled... Sorry about that. Next week's episode is entitled Ghosts of Geonosis Part 1. Ghosts of Geonosis? Oh, this is going to be dark. What do you think we're going to be seeing here, huh? I bet all the bugs are dead. <laughs> I you mean, think they're going to get to Geonosis and there's just one of those big, like, hanging glue traps that all the Geonosians <laughs> are stuck to? You know what I hope? I mean, what, it's been about 20 years since the Battle of Geonosis. I hope we get there and, like, there's some, like, Geonosian cave art of, like, <laughs> a conehead Jedi burning them all alive. <laughs> like, they they were so decimated by Kiati Mundi and his war crimes. And Remember just, yeah. us. Yeah, they, yeah, I don't know. Um... I don't. I I do know that it, I believe the Empire wiped everything out on Geonosis. So I think, I think they're going to make a horrific discovery about the level of death that the Empire inflicted on these poor people on Geonosis. Yeah. So uh, that's my prediction. It sounds like a ghosts. So I don't know. Think we'll Maybe Kiani Mundi's Force Ghost is hanging out on Geonosis. <laughs> I want to come back to the land. <laughs> I never felt so alive as I did on Geonosis. <laughs> Fucking dick bag. Okay, um, so that's Ghost of Geonosis Part One, a two-parter. Yep. Very exciting. Okay, so that will be our episode next week on the Clone Cast. Adam, where can the listeners reach us? Send us an email. We are clonecastpod at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at clonecastpod. Reach out if you want to join the Discord. There's some people talking about Mandalorian on there. A lot of clone Castanovas talking. Um, I'll jump on there tomorrow evening after I watch The Mandalorian. Um, anything else from you? No. All right. 
So give thank, us a retweet on the episode. Thanks for all the support, Clone Castanovas. We love you all. Bye, Celine. Uh, see you next time for Ghost of Geonosis Part 1. Uh, may the Nana Noodleman be with you. Crispin's Day. I got to get to the good part so everybody can hear it. Oh, oh, oh!